listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. Because Rod and Karen are hot. Eight in the morning and I'm up yawning. My phone almost dead because everyone is calling. It's breakfast time and I need my Apple Jacks. I need my fresh grape syrup and a money stack. We're just popping off just to kill shit. And we didn't, we don't, and we drink a lot so we don't feel shit. <laughs> she's in her birthday suit and she's cooking too. Yeah, it's breakfast time, but it's only two. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And it is the last day of the week for us, Wednesday. Woo! That's right. Uh, about to end the week. Um, had to start on a, on a sad note though. What happened? Uh, I just got a text message from Justin. He will not be able to make it to Balls Deep Sports tomorrow. Uh-oh. Or fr- mon- uh, Friday. Oh, no. He was playing basketball, broke his nose. <gasps> Are you serious? Uh, yeah. yeah, he got a broke nose. He might have to get surgery. They won't know till Friday or next oh. week. So uh, he said he didn't get black eyes, but I'm assuming that's going to happen sooner or later. Um it was funny though, cause we played ball this morning and, um, that probably should have been it. You know, as a veteran, just leave it alone. Oh, he went and played it, so. again? Went and played again. No. Y'all was up at five, five, three. You was up early this morning. Mm-mm. I know. Got his nose broke, man. Um, out there playing with them suckers at, uh, UNC Charlotte, trying all hard and shit. But, uh, anyway, rest in peace, just his nose. Um, <laughs> and, uh, we'll see what's up with Balls D Sports this week. I don't know what I'm gonna do if Justin didn't show up. Yeah, but I say it might be <clears throat> me and you after work to you. It might be. I don't know. We'll figure something out. But, um, in the meantime, in between time, uh, you listen to the Blackout Test podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podomatic. Um, the voices that you heard to start the show, mm-hmm. you may have heard them before, or you may have never heard them because they might not have been on the show before. This might be your first time getting introduced to this podcast, or maybe you just came to us and you're like, this is my first time listening to y'all. So, um, it's Dago and Nicole. Did I pronounce both of those names right? Yes. All right. Dago well, and Nicole. Well, my name is... Dago. Dago. Yeah. I, I knew I was going to fuck it up because I was thinking about it all day. God damn it. <laughs> Doc, <laughs> da, uh, Dago and but, Nicole uh, from but the. If there's. Yeah. If, if there's an Italian on Guess the Race later, I will, <laughs> I will name it. I will guess Dago. You know what's funny <laughs> is I literally was like, just don't say the racist one. That's that's it. That's how you're going to get it right. <laughs> like I listened to I listened to y'all show a couple times a day and everything. And I fucked it up immediately. Um, <laughs> oh, it happens to me all the time, yeah. Dago is short for what? Dagberto? Uh, Dagoberto. Oh, okay. See, I knew I couldn't say, I can't roll my R, so, um. <laughs> it's a real, it's real, it's real sensual. That's my parents gave it to me as a baby. Ah, okay. Yeah, it was, it was funny, man. When I was, uh, when I took Spanish class, uh, they always changed my name to Rodrigo, but I can't roll my R, so it just made me sound like I definitely didn't know Spanish, you know? <laughs> Uh, it's like come on, come I mean, on, like a Puerto Rican, right? Come on, Tay Yamas. Well, that is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you just got an F. Um, but yeah, uh, it's Dago and Nicole from the Breakfast for Dinner podcast. Uh, you can listen to them on iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud. Um, you can check them out, Breakfast for Dinner, podcast.tumblr.com. They're on Twitter at T-E-H Dago, cause for some reason he wants y'all to be confused. Um, Nicola Hearts and at BFD underscore podcast. Uh, did I miss anything? 
No, I think that's it. That's it. Yeah, we're uh, breakfast for dinner Tumblr. Uh, breakfast for dinner podcast Tumblr. Yes, yes, that's everything. And why did y'all name it Breakfast for Dinner? Uh, well, because um, you know, in the hipster wasteland that is Austin, Texas, uh, we uh, there's breakfast for dinner everywhere, and uh, we just love it. We we're, partake in it frequently. It's mm. all we do. Uh, there is no other sustenance in Austin, Texas. <laughs> you can't get anything else. That's not true. And y'all, na- y'all name <laughs> each episode after an item of uh, breakfast. Um, do y'all ever worry about running out? Like, do y'all have a shelf mm-hmm. life That's on how many episodes y'all can do? Yeah, we uh. Yeah, we definitely have like a running list of things that like just come like come out because like I was visiting by like episode twenty, I was visiting like Martha Stewart's blog. Like Pinterest, <laughs> I'll go on Pinterest and look up breakfast recipes. And I, I was like, uh, and and like while I was visiting the blogs, I was like, how many things have pumpkin in them? What the fuck? <laughs> we didn't have like ten pumpkin shows in the row. Because we're not actually foodies, and like Doggo cooks, I don't cook anything. Yeah, so. it's like you're a fan of a sports team. Right, uh, but you're not you're not a pundit, so you're not like up there like oh you know uh, this has Gruyere in it or I don't even know how to say that word right. Uh, Do you know what Gruyere is? I think it's a cheese. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but I like this. I like this. I like that she that Nicole nodded in approval. Like that is correct. You passed. It is a <laughs> cheese. Well, the white girl's gonna know what the cheese is. Yes. <laughs> she was yeah. like. Mm, you did. You did you, know that. You passed that test. Mm-hmm. And she's and, trained me well. Uh, <laughs> as a nope. I came in here as a noble brown savage, and she's refined me into uh, cheese culture. <laughs> uh, it's like really awkward when you go to parties and stuff. It's like, what is this, Swiss? Yeah. Swiss? Oh my god! Oh my god! Just that's, don't that's listen to actually happened. That has actually happened. Nicole's <laughs> taking me to cheese and parties with like, there's all sorts of fancy wines, and I'm sitting there with like a weird block that's like gray and looks like the, like a che- like a sheep's brain or something. And he's like, "Oh, is this one sheep's brain?" <laughs> That's why I always no, it's fucking brie. <laughs> that's why I always end up rejecting. Uh, like whenever we have, because some people feel bad about stereotypes, and whenever we make, and you know, we made up the white people love cheese stereotype to offset the black people love fried chicken and watermelon stereotype. But um, it, whenever <laughs> black people chime in, like I love cheese, I always want to be like, well, when's the last time you hosted a cheese party? Oh, never. Well, why don't you shut the fuck up? That's not love. You don't love something if you never do it. Um. Yeah, but. I only recognize cheese when it's melted onto the tortilla chips. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of which, man, um, I've had like authentic Mexican food. Um, not a lot of cheese, man. Taco Bell is full of shit. Yes, yeah, uh, a lot of rice, a lot yeah. of spices, a lot of corn. Uh, mm-hmm. So the salsa wasn't even like um, it, it, it was like chunky ass vegetables. It was good as shit. Now yeah, it was, but it was like. It wasn't, Cilantro. I've been lied to my whole life is what I'm saying. Yeah, fresh I was, spices. I was very let down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, like, uh, like uh, you know, immigrants come over here and they're trying to sell their wares so they can, you know, make some money. And so they have to, like, you know, change everything over to what American standards are. Like, you'll find that in Chinese food, in Mexican food, and all sorts of stuff. Like, Chinese people, like, they don't put a lot of meat in their foods, but Americans love meat. So mm. there you go. We got chicken fried rice right just fried rice there's really no general challenge shit. he's just like a, he's like our he's like our colonel for the kfc there is a general show i had to look it up this weekend because i had it this uh, i mm. had it at a vietnamese pan asian restaurant 
and I looked it up, and there was one, but he had nothing to do yeah, with, the, he, with the chicken. That's what I mean. He ain't made no chicken. He like our oh. cur- he's like <laughs> he's like our KFC Colonel. Like, sure, there's a white dude in a suit that owns slaves somewhere, but he ain't make no fucking chicken. <laughs> like, he just owns a restaurant. And was like, yeah, name this shit after me. Thanks, slaves. Um, don't even tell me Wouldn't what's in the awesome. spices. Wouldn't it be awesome if it was like uh, like Catholicism, where they assign like saints to different things? Like you have like a like Colonel Sanders, patron saint of uh, of fried chicken, but they just did it like slave owners for all different types of things, <laughs> right? Like yes. the pa- patron slave owner of travel and patron slave owner of like lost things, sick children. Oh <laughs> yes, right. We gotta and pray to Saint Bojangles today so we can oh. get some biscuits. Oh yeah, gotta want to need to get a have a Bojangles. I mm. I will learn that. That's my jingle right there. I don't care what nobody says. Um, something Bojangles. I want. Yes, Bojangles is the best. Um, I never had Popeyes, so before we get the Popeye emails for the Popeyes is better. I've never experienced it, so mm-hmm. you know Bojangles is my shit. Um, and for those of you who are premium. Just so you know, you have heard their voice before because mm-hmm. they were on a show with me with Lip Smacking Good. And we talked about Austin and we talked about South by Southwest. <laughs> then we talked about uh, Dago and his cooking and Nicole and her non cooking. And we had a blast. So if you really love and enjoy them. Uh, you want to hear their voices again? Uh, step on that premium. And also, I thought about you guys. Now hit uh Dago up to let him know that when was it Saturday or Sunday morning? We went to this breakfast place, and we I got a double stuffed French toast. It was peanut butter and um bananas, bananas and yeah. it had some chocolate chip dots <laughs> in it, and it was double stuffed and it was delicious. Mm. I'm gonna need to. Fly to you, get me some. <laughs> yeah, that's. We're still talking about the French toast, right? Like, I, I gotta go. I gotta go to the French toast now. Double stuffed uh, French toast is such like a cheat code for breakfast because it's basically cake. Like it's just it's like a big ass piece of cake with it syrup was, on it yes, and everything. It was delicious. Like I got I breakfast. Mean, I like cake and I like breakfast, so mm, I'm yeah. not opposed. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not knocking it necessarily, but it's such a cheat. Like. Karen was like, yeah, I'm going to get the French toast and they give you like two sausages and a big ass piece of cake. And then I got like a breakfast sandwich and grits and I was just looking at her plate the whole time like, damn, I should have thought of that. I could have had cake too at seven in the morning. It, it, it was delicious. I don't give a damn. And something I want to let them know, their name is Breakfast for Dinner. But during the show, I kept calling it Breakfast Before Dinner. Um, And I think that that would be a, excellent to have Breakfast Before Dinner. You might be stuffed and it might hurt. Oh, you mean immediately before dinner? I, yeah. I was gonna say everybody does that. Um, no, 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 no. Because yeah, because when I kept talking to them on the show, it was like a running gag because I kept saying breakfast, breakfast before, before dinner. dinner. Yes, because that's what I was thinking, but that was not correct. Um, it's breakfast for dinner. So, like, all right, guys, like, you, what's going to happen when you get to the point where you don't have any more breakfast foods? Like, what are you going to do with your shows? Oh man, I don't. There will always be more breakfast foods because there's like sweet dumb pancakes, but then there's like blueberry pancakes or cinnamon mm. roll pancakes yeah, or banana pancakes or vegan. Uh, you know, okay. Yeah, we haven't. We, we haven't even all gone. The cereal. We haven't even gone to like breakfast drinks. You know. Yeah. Mm, okay. You know. Mm. Like, yeah, I don't think we're gonna run out. And I guess like if we run out, we have to stop. Black so. coffee, two sugars, no cream, <laughs> and then next week be like black coffee, three sugars, no cream, <laughs> and that's how we do it. Yep, kept, 
<laughs> Stay on top of your game. It's always breakfast. Yeah, I do want to, like, I, and also, I mean, you could just make shit up. I mean, you know, just, um, like, coffee with cheese. Because it doesn't really matter. It's not like y'all have to eat the shit <laughs> to name it that. You can name it whatever you want and then just go back to it. Um, but, uh, so, all right. Y'all guys, um, I, I heard you talking today that you guys were inspired by us and our relationship on the show and you started your podcast. Uh, has it changed your relationship, uh, off the air having a podcast together? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it's like it's like couples therapy. Like, we, like all this, all the shit comes out like mm-hmm. in between takes mm-hmm. and after takes. And, yeah, because like, we stop between segments and then we gotta like figure gotta it out before it we out. come back. Ah. We gotta break some dishes. We have like one fight an episode. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> it's not even a fight. So like we have like pro- like progressive hipster fights where we just sit there and like calmly talk to each other about each other's point of view and then we just <laughs> we had a really big it. fight about like startups one time yeah we ha- I, ha- I was like i was like i just feel like startups are just a place where just negative culture is just promoted and she's just like no 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 it's not like that <laughs> yeah yeah so like yeah, it's it's uh, but it's it's good. I, I really enjoy it. She's my partner in crime, always has been. But now we can document it. Yep. Yeah, I feel like you so. know, um, a lot of couples, like in general in life, you don't get time to talk, or you just get in this rut where you're not talking, and it's easy to do because you know you come home, you turn the TV on, she comes home, she tells you about that bitch at work, and you're kind of like, what about Sports Center? Or whatever, you know, you're like, I just want to hear about the Clippers and you, you know, and Shirley's always going to be terrible at work. She's never going <laughs> to improve. You're never going to come in and go, you know, the bitch at work today was actually really, really cool. Yeah. I don't know what happened. So, so like, I think we get to these ruts where we tune each other out. You go out to dinner, you're on your cell phone, you know, you get in the car, you turn on your music or whatever. But, um, one thing I do like about having a podcast is like, we're kind of quote unquote forced to talk, uh, to do the show no matter what. Um, but the only thing, the only off side to that is since we do the show so much, sometimes I do be like, I just want to hear like this song right now. You know what I mean? Like, as opposed to, uh, Karen's just like, no, let's talk about the podcast some more. I'm like, no, I just want to hear this song right now for like five minutes. And then, you know, I'll like, I'll actually be in conversation with Karen. And in my mind, I'll go, nope, saving it for the podcast. <laughs> yep. Yep. We do yep. that too. Because we will send each other links back and forth on Facebook, and then we'll go home and talk about them. We're like, no, we got to save this conversation for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, Jack Black's the greatest actor in history, and you're like, oh, save it for the pod. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I agree. I agree with you. That's why I'm dating you, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I like when it's like, um, like uh, this, like the worst feeling is like we'll start a conversation sometimes, and in my mind, I'm like, shit, this would have just been good for the podcast. Why did I even bring it up now? Like this, like I'm not gonna remember to say something that funny Monday, so it's already too late, you know. Yeah, and Roger knows me. Uh, we'll have a yeah, conversation. I- oh, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Roger knows me. We'll have a conversation, and he know I don't mind talking, so he'll bring it up again. I talk about it like we just talked about it for the first time, but that's just how my mind works. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I actually have a I have the SoundCloud app in my car. Lets you record uh, on your phone on my phone. Lets you record things. Lets you go. So I started just putting that in the car and just like letting it record in the dash. Because ah. we'll have the best conversations when we're driving places. Yeah, but, and then we're like, shit, we should have saved that for we'll, the freaking podcast. We'll do a, we'll do a, like hipsters in cars, like <laughs> <or something. laughs> a spinoff. Yeah, hey, you know what's funny too though is um 
it's gonna be really weird when uh dago releases those tapes to tmz and frames nicole um and makes her have to give up half the podcast you want, you want some cheese honey you want some cheese? <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit of cheese um you want man. some green herb honey <laughs> <laughs> she's like yes she's like, you will not trick me take all the black people off your instagram well hold on <laughs> hold on it's gonna be a it while. is austin so it's kind of yeah. hard to find <laughs> it's, there's, there's, i gotta go find the few black people first um what do y'all like about living in austin man and do you guys go to south by southwest or is that like total poser shit that people that live in town don't do um this podcast is over don't bring up south by southwest <laughs> mm. no it just ruins my fucking town everybody comes in here they think they own the place they run over people and then they leave <laughs> ah! yeah and none of the and none of the money goes to me. Yeah. yeah, it's always some bullshit from city council. It's like South by Southwest brings in twenty million dollars a year for the Austin economy, and I'm like, I don't see any. I of don't it. see it. It's not improving my parks. It's mm. not improving my roads. Yeah, there's, like there's no added uh, money in my pants budget monthly because yeah, of South yeah, by Southwest. I would Southwest. love a pants budget from South by. <laughs> and now so, it's yeah, and no, now it's all douchey, right? Like now it's all like it kind of jumped the shark a few years back because it used to be kind of like the underground cool scene and then like that's where the business deals happen and you know it's like oh did you know clout got started because uh two white dudes got drunk yeah. and like met an indian dude and they fucking around and started twitter or some shit and you're like what that's fucking crazy and then now it's just like i just want to see schoolboy q Woo! look at my titties <laughs> man schoolboy q can't even get into shows there like, yeah it's, <laughs> it's insane like, yeah insane. no it's and the thing is that like uh like little labels come and then they find places like outside of town or like in non like high traffic areas and they have shows. And uh again, you know, I the fourth time I mentioned that I'm a hipster, so I, I love little labels, so I go out there and so we Nicole and I have a blast. So we're a lot of the time we're away from like the epicenter of the craziness. Uh but all a lot of our friends go because uh like They're richer hipster kids richer, than we are. Richer than us, yes, uh. I think that's the word. <laughs> And, uh, and, uh, so they go and do all the fun stuff, like go see Lady Gaga get thrown up on and stuff. Oh. Yeah, that's great. Uh, how, how'd you guys, uh, meet? Oh, well. School and work. So, yeah, we like, it was like a, she had like a two pronged atta- attack. You know, they say like never start a two front war. Yeah. Uh, so with her, uh, we, we had the same school friends. We worked at the same place. So I just we could not escape one another, and then eventually it just happened. Yeah, yeah, it was great. It was wonderful. We were friends for a long time, and then uh, yep, yeah, we both kind of like we like tried to date and it like didn't work, and then we tried again, and then like here we are. Classic, the classic. Will they? Won't they? Will situation. they? Won't they? Will they? Won't they? And yeah. then uh, then we did. And why didn't it? Yeah. Why why didn't it work the first time that y'all started dating? Like what happened? Oh, the first time. Yeah, like why didn't uh, it work? We weren't ready. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like in between dating the same guy multiple times, and he was like, uh, "Perfect in just waiting." There were more <laughs> for him to sleep with. You were, Dago was like the friend in every uh, indie movie that's just waiting on that chick to realize that he's there for her and shit. No, he was sleeping with other blondes. Oh man! Oh. <laughs> Oh, so you were just getting around the the blonde circuit. Well, does he have a lot of choice in Austin? Like, is that like, you know, like what it was the culturally what's Austin like? Is there a lot of uh, minorities there and to get around with? 
there's a there's a lot of a lot of white folks, a lot of Latino folks. Um, like I guess we are the demographic. Yeah, it's, <laughs> and, and, and like I think the 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 de- <laughs> and the uh, the demographics sh- are showing that like uh, actually there's like there's you know how there's like white flight, there's like black flight from Austin. So everybody's moving to Houston. You know the the it's you know the weather is more you know it's it's uh it's nicer uh, it's more humid I don't know I don't know what I'm trying it's actually not I was like it's not nicer it's a trailer place here. to live very trailer uh, or so trill I hear city. I li- I moved ten years ago so I don't know if it's trill anymore but the rappers say it is it's probably is. um but uh, <laughs> yes um but yeah no like so there's like a there's a there's a lot of like uh, black folks moving out of town to Dallas to Houston and so like um yeah it's just a, like we're pretty much what it looks like it's a very young town um there's always something to do it might not always be free it's stop it's getting more expensive to live here yeah um, but I don't know it's it's our like little slice so we love it and how long and Nicole grew up here so yeah, how long how long have y'all been raised, so oh okay how long have y'all been dating. Like how long were y'all together? It, it'll be it'll we'll have been together for three years in June, and we met my first day of college in two thousand eight. In two thousand eight. Oh, okay. Well, congratulations, man. In June, hey. Mm-hmm. June. Congratulations, yep. man. Um, and uh, are y'all are y'all married yet? Are y'all engaged? Y'all thinking about it? Y'all <laughs> just are? Am no. I putting dagger no. on the spot? They just eating breakfast. What are you talking about, sir? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're, try- you're trying to make this a serious thing. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm only I'm only 23. I turn 24 next month. So like, no offense to people who are young marrieds, mm-hmm. but I don't need to be married at 23. So Doggo will be 30 in a few years, and then we'll get hitched when we have less student loans. I still have uh, I still have a few months of uh, like before 28. So like, I'm just hoping that I die before 28, so I can <laughs> enter the Pantheon. <laughs> Of twenty-seven-year-olds that died, I just, uh, so don't hold but, out for hope. But, I just, I just love putting, um, I love putting uh, dating couples on the spot like that. That's all. I just, it's like oh, yeah. that was my least favorite thing about when we weren't engaged or married was people being like, "So when you gonna uh, tie that down?" I'm like, "Motherfucker, Jesus, can you calm down? I just met you, sir. What's your last name?" Like, but uh, I, I enjoy, <laughs> I enjoy putting it to other people now that I don't have to worry about it being done to me. Oh, and let me tell you, Nicole, if you waiting on a um, student. My- Student loans, you're gonna win a long ass time because you're gonna be paying on them shits for very long. So mm-hmm. your your agenda might want to be something other than student loans. You can you can put another goal, but student loans, nah. You be waiting. Y'all never get married. Yeah, yeah. I I just want to get started. I'm like I'm just still starting that. Yeah, she just graduated like a year I, ago. I like I'm still putting on my climbing shoes. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um. But my yeah, my family, my friends, my friends' wives and fiancés are always like, "When are you and Nicole? When are you and Nicole?" And it's it's enough to drive you crazy. I well, you have my dream Pinterest wedding. Yeah. Uh-huh. So well, for for dudes, we just want to be Pinterest famous. For for guys, it, it is it is a compliment. Um, when you're a guy, if people keep going, you need to tie that down because it basically means you're winning in life. You know where they're like. Yo, man, hurry up before she realize what the fuck is up, dog. Like, I, my brother is about to get married, and uh, I was talking to him, and I said, listen, man, whatever I got to do to fool this chick into marrying you, I'm down. Like, you, like, uh-huh. you, like, you are clearly coming out. Like, we need to hurry up and get this locked up before she realizes 
what kind of crazy person you are, man. So it's they they really have your best interest in mind. That that's all. It's a compliment to both of you guys. Right. I mean, uh, I'm, uh, you know, she is uh, taking a risk on a Salvadoran, mm-hmm. uh, so, and I don't think she's realized it yet. Taking <laughs> a risk on a Jewish girl, I don't, so. <laughs> she hasn't opened up the Wikipedia, the Wikipedia, the Mexipedia page, as I like to call it, <laughs> on all those Latinos. Mexipedia. And, uh, <laughs> like, hmm, hmm, Salvadoran, and it's just a picture of a knife. <laughs> to bring a freaking machete into our home, and I'm like, Mm-mm. it's just season yeah, four. Machetes. It's just a DVD of season four of the Shield and shit. It's like they're, they're dangerous. Um, all right, man. Okay, the, oh, go, go ahead, Dago. Oh, oh, I was gonna say uh, Nicole mentioned a machete. My mom is convinced that we need a machete in the house. Like this is how old country she like. Well, mother country she is. She's like, and I know you guys are. You know, you talk about sword ratchetness, yeah. but we're very responsible. <laughs> It's a different culture. I, I grew up using machetes, mm-hmm. and Nicole is like, Nicole's mm-hmm. like, uh, uh-uh, uh, no, I don't want that in my house. There's definitely cultural mm-hmm. clash between the two of us. It's very interesting. Well, I'm glad that you're responsible about it. More. Like, I'm glad that you're, you know, grew up with some at least some training. You know, because a lot of these people just, it's like I went to Target to get motor oil. Oh shit, a machete. This will be cool, uh-huh. and, and that's not the kind of attitude I want people that own swords to have. I want them to have an attitude of safety first. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, Karen? Okay. Yeah, I'm about to say, but before we go on, mm-hmm. I must say, one of uh, you guys' best arguments was about the online pants. Like, I really love yeah. that conversation. Be- My shopping for pants online? Yes, versus actually going yeah, to the physical store and buying. For- yeah, it's difficult for big guys because, like, you know, I feel like skinny guys, like, they they just go online and they're just like, oh, yes, copped, yes, mm-hmm. copped, yes. But for big guys, like, you know, we're kind of we're kind of pushing the limits. We're like Star Trek. We're going places where, you know, <laughs> we're, you know, we're on the boundaries of, of what's acceptable. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, so for me, it's like, you know. But I, I know that you struggle finding your size in the store. And so you can find it online. So and much you know dangerous. your size. Just it's, buy it. And so then you can return dangerous. it to the store if it doesn't fit. It's so much more dangerous. He online. loves his internet pants, y'all. They are pretty great. Buy pants online. Banana Republic. They got they, they respect the, the large man's body. That's all mm. I'll say. I'm surprised they do. Because, you know, Banana Republic only does the size of a banana. So I'm surprised that you, you could fit in. <laughs> anything uh, like my problem as a fat dude is like i like the tall tees that you get from like champs and shit um but you have to like like they don't carry them in every champs anymore so i have to like drive 45 minutes out of town to go to the one champs that has mm-hmm. it and like they don't sell those shirts online why wouldn't you just sell that shit online you barely keep it in stock anyway i should be able to just order it from your fucking warehouse to my house they're always like Three for twenty five. Although I do measure inflation by that shit, because they used to be five for twenty, mm-hmm. and now those motherfuckers are three for twenty five. Y'all ain't slick, champs. I know what's up, but um, I, I do feel like they should like let me order my shit online, and they don't even have like a, that option on their website. It's so fucking frustrating. Yeah, I, I I feel you on that. Yeah, like uh, I don't know if I can buy those pants again. I think they, they like discontinue that model, so mm-hmm. I have to go like find a different. They'll, they'll come up with something else. All right, become like a they pants. Always do. Become like a pants like eBay shopper or something like, which is dangerous because like I don't know where those pants been, man. Like you could have <laughs> those could be like right. pants that you wore and like played basketball and fucked some like weird hooker in and then sold them to me. <laughs> And now I got crabs or some shit. Like, I, I don't trust it, man. So I, I like to buy my pants in person also. 
Um, but that's hey, crabs, crabs are in the news, right? No. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My man James Winston uh, got caught uh, stealing some crabs. Uh, but I say, you know what? Better stealing crabs than catching crabs. So any day, look at it on the upside. That's what I said. Right. right. Um, but uh, right, he'll, right. He'll, although the jury's still loud on that one. Yeah. Well, yeah, it is. I mean, you know, uh, the good news is Florida State's going to investigate it, so we'll find out in three to five years if he did it. Um, Florida. <laughs> the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport is bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. Oh wait, I shouldn't let y'all say that. My bad. Let's do it again. Uh, bullet ball extreme. Bullet ball extreme. Boom. <laughs> um, Ready? And, and you could um you can, we are sponsored. You guys can um go and find our sponsors, Shadow Dog Productions. They're on YouTube. They have their own YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash user slash Shadow Dog Production. By the time you hear this, there will be a new video up featuring me and Karen talking about uh with the dead room actors, Gina Simon and Vanelle. Mm-hmm. Vanelle is so popular she goes by one name. The self-styled black girl who tips. Um, by the way, it's a great interview. Check that out. Check out their other videos, and they would love for you to leave likes and comments because that always helps out the show. Um, it does. All right. We have a lot of news that happened today. Okay. Not all of it relating to Donald Sterling, but um, I, I decided to um, like start a new segment on the show, Karen. Okay. Uh, I think we should have a book club. Okay. You know, I think that would be good for the show if we had like a book of the month. And uh, for my first book, I'll put, the, put it in the chat so that you guys uh, can uh, can check it out yourselves. Um, and I wanted to make sure that I didn't step on any toes because like Leonard Brothers already does a book show uh, with Look and Listen. Um, what? That's not what I want to put up there. With the Look and Listen <laughs> uh, podcast. But um, I was like, you know, we can just have like a book of the month for the Blackout Tips. And the first one I found was uh, Food Stamp Bitches. Um, now, you can get the, ah! ki- the Kindle edition, which is only two ninety nine, which is what I recommend. Or the paperback for those of you guys who want to put it on your bookshelf, collectors, um, which is eleven sixty nine. If you have Amazon Prime, the shipping is free. Oh, I might read this for real. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 211 pages. And it contains real page numbers. Cause I, I know personally, I'm a person that likes to have real page numbers. I'm not a fan. I like to look down to see my progress. Uh, <clears throat> the book description basically says it's about, it's about Jewel or Jewel, Daphne and Serena and Jocelyn all depend on government assistance to live. When oh, jo- shit. Well, I mean, that's in the title, Karen. When Jocelyn throws the it's idea out by Fox News. <laughs> When Jocelyn throws out the idea uh, that they should start working at an exotic maid service, they jump on it. The business takes off with the boom, and pretty soon they're no longer dependent on the government for anything. Instead, they all have a new set of problems. Jules' 15-year-old son, Jamal, is smoking marijuana. Yep. How, I believe this. How can she, she tell him to stop using drugs when she's addicted to pain pills herself? Daphne... Oh. Yeah, Daphne ain't no better. Daphne got a 16-year-old daughter, Cheryl, and she might be a lesbian. And what can you do to help her? What can she do to help her daughter when she's in denial about her own sexuality? Serena's 17-year-old son could be on his way to becoming a teenage father. She doesn't know how to connect with the three children she already has. Will having a grandbaby make her change her ways? Mm-hmm. Sometimes, no. you know, it's that grandbaby after the the four children you have already that uh makes you wake up Karen. 
Um, and it really softens. It softens the heart. <laughs> it does. Sometimes it's, that's the one wake up call if, you need. <laughs> if you got a if you got a hard on, children will make that hard on uh, just soften up real quick. Mm-hmm. And finally, Jocelyn's twelve year old daughter Brianna is sexually active. Has her promiscuous ways rubbed off on her child? Well, there's only one way to find well, out. We'll see. As these four ladies learn that being food stamp bitches is just a state of mind. Ah! What's more valuable and precious are family and true friendships. So I'll definitely have to cop this, man. I might after this, I might have to get on that thought. T H O T by Jay Jones. Oh but, shit! Uh, <coughs> I'm gonna start with Teresa D. Patterson's food stamp bitches. Um, okay. And uh, that that hardcover over there. <laughs> uh I, I wonder if i can take show you guys the picture the cover for this um yeah 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 i will put it in the chat so you guys can see what exactly the cover looks like because i feel like um if you see the cover then you automatically realize that you have to get it just like we have to get it um but uh and i recognize um one of those chicks uh stacy um adams uh, for you guys that are into pornography. Um, so yeah, food stamp bitches. Say, it might be on Audible. Uh, make sure you guys get that. Uh, I doubt it's on Audible. I was, I'll, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I said, Audible claim they got everything. I don't think they have this. I don't think they have this one. Um, <clears throat> alright, so more Donald Sterling fallout, man. It's been like, what, four or five days, but the story just keeps on giving. Now everybody's giving their hot take on it. Rush Limbaugh has come up with a conspiracy theory. Mm. <laughs> uh, shit. Apparently, uh, someone called his show and, uh, was like, I got a theory on what, on what, on what happened. And, uh, Rush Limbaugh was like, you know what? I'm gonna run with this because I gotta feel time. Well, I'm, Utah. I'm glad you waited. I really appreciate your patience. So welcome. He's gotta pay those pill bills. Huh, yeah. Let me know if you guys can hear this. I'm gonna turn it up. What um what is concerning me is the disrespect that's being shown to the players of the Clippers themselves. I mean, I'm I'm reading right now on on SportsCenter the biggest stand that they can make is to boycott the game and not oh, go. Oh wait, did it sound stop? And it's oh. it seems very unfair. That wait, 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 hold, hold, hold. I turned it up a little bit. Yeah, hold on, hold on one second. Um, the sound stopped for some reason. Uh, it was working and then it just stopped. Give me one second, man. I hear it. Uh, God damn you, Skype. God damn you. Uh, where's my control panel? Okay. And. Dropping um, those hot conspiracy bars. <laughs> hot conspiracy bars. Rush Limbaugh. New shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me, uh... do, 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 do. Oh, wait, hold on. I got the perfect thing oh, for don't that. Do Here that. we go. I'm going to do it. Okay. This could be so loud. Is it? Yeah, turn your volume down. Well, no, Rod has one. There you go. Make it official. I, I love Rush Limbaugh. He makes me feel like no, not like in a, like a I agree with this politics kind of way, but right. in a kind of like makes me feel clarify. Makes me feel com- like confident in myself way. Yeah, give me, give me, check. Let me see if this is working now. Hold on one second. Let me see. Is boycott the game and not show up. Can y'all hear that? So oh, 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 oh. I, I, the biggest yeah. stand. Uh, hold on, hold on. What do I? Damn it. Damn it. He can't, this phone system, he can't hear me. I, I need to, it's like the mail terror read. It really, it, it started. Mail terror read. 
it started and it went away i don't know how to do this uh you want to hang up a column back yeah let me close skype and bring it right back up give me one second guys it'd be like i don't know three minutes give me one second yeah because we 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 can hear it and uh the chat room can hear it but they can't hear it and uh they need to be able to hear it in order for us to do this segment or else we can't do it because it's gonna be pretty fucking weird if we're like yeah that's hilarious oh you can't understand um so let me see if we can do it now (sighs) damn you skype it's all good live podcasting yes sir okay i think it's coming back up let me check you know the rush sound. always be having them bars let me check the sound and uh, or the biggest stand the fans can make the biggest stand okay okay so, so it's working now espn's urging the fans to boycott the game see yeah. if it's still working okay and they're telling they had the the whole clippers team wore their jerseys inside out to not display the all right let me pause it uh hey guys you back uh all right uh-huh. y'all back y'all hear us yep so loud and so clear all right let me refresh and uh my uh browser and play this again to see if you guys can hear it this time because uh, it's a pretty uh interesting clip here. Utah, i'm glad you waited i really appreciate your patience and welcome to the program uh, thank you very much for taking my call rush you bet so what um what is concerning me is the disrespect that's being shown to the players of the Clippers themselves. I mean, I'm, I'm reading right now on, on SportsCenter, the biggest stand that they can make is to boycott the game and not go. And it's, it seems very unfair that Wait, 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 hold, hold, hold it just a minute. I want to make sure. You're telling me that you're reading the ESPN website and uh, on TV right now. <clears throat> And and the ESPN website says what? The biggest stand that the fans can make is boycott the game and not show up. So oh oh oh, oh I, I, the biggest stand. The hold, on, hold on, hold on, damn it! We can't. This phone system. He can't hear me. I, I need to ask you for clarification. Are you saying the biggest sin or the biggest stand the fans can make? The biggest stand. Okay, so. ESPN's urging the fans to boycott the game? Yes. Okay. And they're telling they had the the whole Clippers team wore their jerseys inside out to not display the Clippers' name because the owner made these comments. So they're bringing down the entire team because of one man's words. During the playoffs! Exactly. They need to be stood behind by their their fans and, and push forward and overcome what one idiotic person says. You know, th- but instead, they're being told not to not to go to the game. The person who was supposed to sing the national anthem is no longer going to be singing the national anthem at this game. So they are completely disrespecting the players themselves for all their hard work that they've done to get to the playoffs this is, and, and not supporting them at all. Let me tell you something. This is really, whoever set this up is really good. They covered every base. Yeah, they did. They've got they've got the media on wrapped around their little finger. I mean, when you get rid of the anthem singer, I used to be in charge of anthem singers at the Kansas City Royals. When you can get rid of an anthem singer, you've got power. Let me just tell you, you get an anthem because those people will go anywhere to sing the anthem on TV in front of a crowd. If you can get rid of them, you've got real power. Yeah. 
and it's really scary on, on how how much pull that these people have and, and what they're able to do. And and going to your last caller, um, Neil, how they're being had this set up. I mean, it, it, it can seem more and more clear, especially with reading about Magic Johnson's... In the meantime, reading. what everybody... So, um... Yeah, they go on later uh, to accuse Magic Johnson of setting up Donald Sterling through the uh, V. Stiviano lady. What? Yeah, yeah, it's a huge conspiracy. Magic Johnson wants to buy the Clippers, so he sends this lady to prey on um, Donald Sterling and catch him in racism. What story? Were they paying any attention to this story or... No, and that's the problem with radio. Nobody's paying attention to any of this shit. No. They just need to fill three to four hours a day. They don't give a fuck about no research, man. You just like run with this shit. Caller call calls in with a half-assed story. It's like, all right, cool. And I guarantee you, uh, the people listening don't know who the fuck Magic Johnson is. Don't know. No, who they know who Ma everybody knows who Magic Johnson is. Gang, come on. There's nowhere in this country you can go where they don't know who Magic Johnson is. Come on. If you don't know anything uh, about basketball, everybody knows it. I don't give. If you don't know, you might not have never heard of basketball. And you know who Magic Johnson is, niggas. His name is Magic. Everybody knows Magic Johnson. <laughs> if you just say name somebody, everyone loves Magic. Yeah, <laughs> name one person named Magic. At the pup, the Magic Dragon is fucking Magic Johnson. Not even close. Uh, there is Magic Mike. There is Magic Mike, and they made a movie about that guy. Yeah, Magic Mike is third. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, Bishop Don Magic Wand is up there, but I'm just saying in general, uh, Magic Johnson is coming up really close to first. So it's not that. I just mean he I, didn't I, do any research into what actually happened because the wife is the one who leaked the tape. Um, you know, and if, if, you know, and let's say if it wasn't the wife, you would think the most likely would be just the lady, but you know, why the fuck would, like, how would Magic know he was gonna say, don't take Instagram pictures with Magic Johnson and you can sleep with him, but don't take him to my gang. Like, he could not have possibly known that shit. <sighs> uh, it would have been great if he was, like, doing, like, the long con where, like, it wasn't just, like, the last, like, two years, but Magic Johnson was, like, back in 2003 showing up at people's apartments, like, with a blonde wig on, a little hard hat being like, hello, I'm a health inspector. And, like, <laughs> he set up the whole, like... Yeah. Department of Justice. Like, Donald Sterling isn't even like, really racist. Like, uh, Magic. He's like, I'm not a basketball. Magic just knows a lot of black people that live in Donald Sterling's complexes and made them lie. It's like, yeah, we're just going to say they yeah. racist. We got to take them down. Um, speaking of taking He's them like, down. Yeah, I don't have basketball anymore, so I got plenty of time to do, like, this <laughs> horrible thing to this man. Yeah, this innocent man. He just wanted his juice. <laughs> That's all. Just juice. <laughs> the Golden State Warriors plan to boycott tonight's Clippers game. Uh, if, if they wouldn't have, uh, if, uh, the league wouldn't have, uh, I guess banned Donald Sterling, which I, I like, I don't want to be that guy, but I'm kind of calling bullshit on this. I am too. This feels like after they say something, you can be like, yeah, motherfuckers, we was about to go out there and burn this bitch down, but they appeased us. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, uh, nobody leaked this. Nobody, everybody was, uh, had solidarity. All the players are going to do it on, like, cause, cause that's the thing is the rumor, not rumor, but as the story got bigger, more shit came out. It was like, every team was going to do it. 
nobody was gonna play basketball. <laughs> I was like, nobody got one bill to pay. Like, nobody was like, man, shit, dog, have my money go to my ex-wife anyway. I gotta play mm, these games. I got child support. I got real bills. Yeah, Dwayne, I got a yacht. Dwayne Wade would have been out there shooting by himself to get that that check. He's like, man, have this shit go to my baby mama, man. So, can we just like finish like at least warm ups? But uh, according to the story. Uh, and this is from, um, the coach Mark Jackson of the Golden State Warriors. Uh, on the radio, he was saying he was hoping that the fans wouldn't show up, but that they would play the game like normal. But then, um, later he said they were willing to go even further than that. Depending on the, uh, the outcome of the press conference, they were willing to, uh, go through the, pre- they were going to go through the pregame warmups, listen to the national anthem. Uh, assuming that the national anthem singer got there because, you know, when did, um, someone with a lot of pull could have stopped Tank from singing the national anthem yeah, because, you know, Tank, Tank Tank is so busy. He's the man. Yeah, like Tank could, had to stop his busy touring schedule to uh, come sing the national anthem. Yes, he did. Uh, but he decided to boycott. Um, a jump ball starts the game, and then the Warriors just walk off the court. Maybe the Clippers do too. Game over awesomely. Uh, the problem with number five, the problem I have with this plan is why it falls apart to me, and I think they might be full of shit. Why is number five maybe the Clippers do too? Because it wasn't confirmed. This yeah. is some shit some people made up. Like if this was your plan and you knew this was going to happen, then you would have at least talked to the Clippers about it like, hey, man, we're not mm-hmm. playing. And y'all, they were like, y'all gonna forfeit. Uh, they were like, oh, this is easy too. Where y'all going? Cause that shit almost makes the Clippers look like worse than before. If Golden State walks off the court and the Clippers are standing there like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Now the Clippers look like the ultimate sellouts. Like, oh, they don't even play for the team and they won't deal with this racism. And look at y'all just trying to get a check. Um, yeah, slam dunk contest for the next like three hours. <laughs> yeah, what if, the, what if the Clippers just went and played like there was? It was like the first ever two hundred and seventy-five to zero game. Yeah, just don't play no defense in NBA history. It's like, man, Blake Griffin put up one hundred and twelve points last night. Where were you? Yeah, it's like the first ever first ever triple triple. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was amazing. It's like they just got five second violation and they kid it ball and they do it again. Um, so, uh, yeah, the easy there, there, is, the there is an example of this in soccer, by the way. Uh, like ESPN did a 30 for 30 recently, mm-hmm. and like, uh, Chile and the USSR had to play with one another, and the USSR boycotted the game because Chile was like executing like socialist, like, uh, political prisoners. And then, like, the USSR didn't show up, so all Chile had to do was kick the ball off and put a goal in the net, and they were in the World Cup, and that's what exactly what they did. But mm-hmm. they interviewed all the players. And they're like, we felt disgusting. Like, they're like, we feel dirty as shit for doing that. But, like, we were going to get shot in the back of the head if we didn't do it. I mean, obviously, Donald Sterling's not going to shoot anyone in the back of the head. Well, we I don't mean, know that. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he might not pull the trigger. Yeah. He might have somebody do something <laughs> to you. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, they were hoping to reach out to the Clippers before the game and have them walk out with them. But uh, I guess they didn't have to get to that because the NBA handled that shit. Um, another article said no NBA owners are saying that they will side with Sterling. And I mean, that's par for the course, I think, because it's still fresh and new, mm-hmm. but I expect when they vote, it won't be unanimous. Mm-mm. Like, I feel like somebody's going to be like, but what about my mistress? And they're going to vote against it. Cause yeah. like at the end of the day, man, the bigger to me, even with racism and all this shit involved to, to me, the bigger story is going to be that. 
male self-interest in not letting a jump off destroy their livelihood is going to probably prevail like with like a lot of dudes are going to be like yeah that's cool we can't set a precedent where your mistress can like take your nfl nba team yeah and like i told you before man it's going to be a lot of mistresses going to get them letters that's going to be like hey side hoe digging girl or whatever you call your name if you want to fuck me and have exclusive right to my money, sign here, here, and here, saying that you will not post shit I say on a public platform. And if you do, I have the right to sue you. And if you don't sign, you ain't getting jack shit. Yeah. It's going to be some confidentiality clauses going out. What if it's like uh, like Order 66 from Star Wars where they start killing all the Jedis? Like, they're just like, all right, you know what to do. And right. so, like, all these NBA owners are just, like, cutting ties with all their mistresses. And, like, yeah. they're just people fall, like going down just uh, left and right. You just see heels and, and fake hair going left and right. A lot of mistresses <laughs> are, are getting evicted and they're fucking, like phone their burner phone doesn't work anymore yes, dude, the credit cards don't work they, right they, they crying in the middle of nordstrom's dun, dun, i'm sorry dun, 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 i'm sorry ma'am <laughs> i'm sorry ma'am but your credit card's been declined what what are, what are you talking about <gasps> let me call let me call michael jordan real quick and get to get to the bottom of this because i know mj <laughs> yeah this oh, this yeah, call yeah, cannot yeah. be completed as down <laughs> Please check your yeah. number and dial again. Right. I'll call your operator to help you. Please call the groupie assistance line. You've been cut off. <laughs> but uh, yes, but but the article's a little misleading because it says no owners are saying they'll side with Sterling, but they called twenty four of the owners. Sixteen said uh, they will that he should be forced to sell. Eight said uh, it's none of your fucking business. And if I know anything about human beings. None of your fucking business is probably I'm on his side. Yeah, because it's, it's one of those things where they go, yeah, he fucked up. I don't agree what he did was wrong. In their mind, they was like, he goddamn owns this. And right. nobody has the right to just take shit that you own right. because you did some fucked up shit. What about my Holocaust porn collection? That's right. I don't need that coming out in these streets. Because one day. Now I, don't got, now I can't own the bucks. That's crazy. Yeah, because one day y'all might look at me and take my team. Fuck right. you. Um, it does set a precedent. Now, it's funny, though, because everybody's like, it sets a slippery slope. I'm like, I'm okay with this slope. Like, what is the slope? It's, uh, no child porn, people. Yeah, man, that's you got to give up that team. Sorry. Like, what is the problem? Like, everybody act like... Mm-hmm. Everybody's acting like it's gonna be something simple. Like you, you ran through a red light. No, Mark Cuban, you got to give up the marriage. It's gonna be some <laughs> fucked up, so, some third rail issue. And we're like, yeah, man, you probably shouldn't be, you know, killing gay people or whatever. And it's like, yeah, that is fucked up. You got to go. But anyway, they just nervous. Um, let's see. Twitter was playing a nice, a new game. Maybe it was Black Twitter. I can't tell. Uh-oh. I can't tell which part of Twitter I am in anymore. Um, I'm just on now. Can we all just get along? Can we all just get along? <laughs> yeah, I'm part of Don't See Race Twitter. Um, so, uh, Twitter was playing this new game where, uh, you name a black celebrity that has a lot of money and say they will buy the Clippers. Um, oh, yeah, they was playing that game. At least today. that's how it felt to me. <laughs> yeah, they was playing Some that game. Some of these rumors made no nope. goddamn it's sense. It. Will Smith is going, uh, own, it's like, and they, and they would say it like it was confirmed, like, I don't know how I feel about Will Smith trying to own the Clippers. I'm like, where did you read that? Oh, no, I'm just saying I heard someone else say I'm like, come on, man. Come on, ESPN ain't reporting that. He already, owns, he, he already owns a part of the Sixers. Oh, 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you owned. I thought you owned part of Miami. Right. Hey, I don't feel. You know, uh, Ben Benito, I'm, I'm Miami. Um, I, I want I, like I, I st- so I started playing the game, but I was just making people up. You know, I'd be like, "Oh man, I can't believe uh, Genuine is trying to buy the the Clippers." Ah! It's like Genuine don't even have that much money. I'm like, I know, I know. Um, but one can one one. <laughs> he is on parking rank. That's all right. He be at Hawks games, so maybe he's buying some of them. Yeah, yeah. So you can use that parks and rec check, right? Yeah. I mean, oh. can't be that expensive. I'm getting, I'm getting static. I'm getting some static from y'all's in. Um, check y'all mic cord real quick. Oh, okay, I think it's gone. There you go. All right. Cool. Um, but uh, yeah, but so someone, uh, Rain of April came in my timeline and was like, you know, I want Oprah to buy the team. And I was like, that's hilarious. Um, five seconds later, I got a, I got a, a link from Bleacher Report that said Oprah was considering buying the Clippers. Oh shit. Oprah Winfrey is considering joining a partnership with David Geffen and Larry Ellison to bid on the purchase of the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, and, uh, everybody else thinks, you know, Magic Johnson is going to be one of the people to try to buy it. Um, but, um, I want Oprah to get it. I do too. Cause like if Oprah are there get, any? Mm-hmm. Are there any women who own teams? Not, no, in, the no, NBA. not in the NBA. Marge Shot used to own one in the in Major League Baseball. She was like a renowned racist though. But um, yeah, those are the Reds, right? Since right. Today. Yeah, I don't think that counts really. But um, I mean it it counts, but that's such a fucked up pioneer, right? It'd be like if it'd be like if Rosa Parks also was horrendously uh, anti-Semitic or some shit. Where you just like, ah, I guess. I mean, she I mean, did. You counts. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's like technically you're right, but I'd right. rather have somebody else. Yeah, you. I mean, you you were the one that that got us on the buses. I mean, thanks. Um, but yeah, I, I want Oprah to buy the team because I feel like uh, Oprah would revolutionize it, where she could change what basketball means for people. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine opening night when she comes out and she's like, "I want to thank all y'all for coming out to the new." Uh, Los Angeles Clippers, uh, owned by, op- own, you know, o- owns. Yeah. <laughs> she got, had that network in there. Um, own network, yeah. uh, Los Angeles Clippers. And I really think you guys, uh, will have a good time. Oh, before I go, everybody look under their seats. <laughs> you get a car. You get a car. You get a car. <laughs> Blake Griffin's gonna, it's gonna be, the, gonna be- <laughs> like, Blake Griffin's gonna dunk over the car we're gonna give you. Let's go, go over there and dunk on that Kia. That now everybody look under your seats. You get a Kia. Uh, and you know what would be the best, uh, she don't even do the open show no more, but you know, on opening night, like all the people would come in there and it'd be like a pre open show before the game. Was well, like- I think she'll change halftime because instead of the halftime performance act, you can do the halftime interview. Ah. You see what I'm saying? It's like tonight. She'll make someone weep, make someone weep. In under like 15 minutes. Right. Yeah. Like you won't just watch a basketball game. You will learn a life lesson. Yeah, but you'll be there for the experience. Yeah, they can have a Yonla come out there and fix NBA players' lives. Ah! You know, she could talk to like Paul George. What's wrong with your internet, baby? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Beloved. Um, Like that would be... uh, that would be great. Do you think she would put Gail in and like the coaching staff? Like well, Gail's going to definitely be like the assistant coach? Vi- president of basketball operations, obviously. 
Somebody was like, you think... I thought, I thought she'd be... She'd be pretty mean in the post, you know, like just oh, teaching it, on the, like teaching. Blake how to do it down there. Nah, she gonna get a she gonna get an office position. She gonna get some management management uh, wise. Like mm-hmm. she probably won't even know none of the players' names. Like that's the other thing. Over so fabulous, she probably won't even know any other, anybody's names or who won the game. She's just gonna show up and do her show. And like when they get introduced, instead of like that, and now it's just, it's just gonna be like soft lighting. Yeah. <laughs> A nice ambiance. Yeah. Ambiance. A bunch of women clapping. You come running out. You know out. what? They're going to they gonna mess around. And, and if uh she buys the uh Clippers, man, dude's going to be mad. Because they'll be like, damn it, I went to go buy the tickets. Ain't nothing in there but women. This is a goddamn sold out show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it sounds like ladies night at a club. I don't know. Actually, my the odds are pretty good. Especially when they get, you know, all, all wrapped up in the Oprah spirit, you know. Mm-hmm. Just be hugging on whoever they can find. Yeah, just be there. You want to be the guy who got a ticket. Be a shoulder. Yeah. I feel like Dr. Uh, Phil could be the coach. Ah! Now, see, you... You can't anywhere near anybody. You are going out there like a bullfrog in the middle of a sandstorm. You need to pass the ball. You was... (laughs) You are as slow as molasses in January, boy. (laughs) Play some defense. Put your hands up. (laughs) I would, I would fucking pay a thousand dollars a ticket to uh, sit close enough to hear Doctor Phil give some coaching. Tips. I would love to go to the Oprah show at the Clippers Stadium. Think about your relationship with your father, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, now I brought someone out here for you. Uh, it's your father that you haven't ever seen before, and we're gonna get that shooting slump out of the way right now. I want you to hold hands. <laughs> That'd be awesome, man. It'll be the greatest thing ever. I'm in for that. Buy it, Oprah. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. God. Um. So yeah, I hope Oprah gets a team. I I actually made a poll, and I was like, Black women, what would you prefer? Uh, Oprah gets the Clippers, or Beyonce gets the Clippers, but part of her ownership group is Lapita. And uh, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't even yeah. close. It wasn't even close. <laughs> Oprah stole the show. Just oh, yeah. Everybody picked Oprah. I couldn't wow. believe it. Couldn't believe it. They sold Lapita out so wow. fast, it wasn't even funny. Yeah, my, my, my vote. And I love me some Beyonce and Lapita, but yeah, uh, Queen Oprah, she wins that round. Wow. That's amazing to me, man. I thought it would at least be close, but that was... My mm-hmm. guess, my guess wasn't even close. Yeah, she 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 would bring uh tears to the Clippers. She would bring it would be a lot of estrogen in the room. Couples would be going to the games. And yeah, shit. there'd be couples not out. Mm-hmm. Couples the, therapy night. Yeah, oh, she she'd be like, look, it's a win win. I don't like basketball. I'm going for Oprah. You like basketball. You're going for basketball reasons. Uh, and we both can, and, and we can get the relationship fixed. So it's a win win. Yeah, you know, opening night, she would have to have like. A good get because she always started the season with like a big guest. Of Opening night, it would be V. Stiviano and Mrs. Sterling. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> At the same time, I guarantee she could pull it off, man. She was like, "Now we're gonna sit down here and talk like ladies," and they be like, "Oh no!" Oh, and and and, and could you imagine the uh, concession stand? She'd be like, "Hot dogs, hamburgers. Who eats mm-hmm. that? Everything in here is organic, and I will have it shipped straight from Italy." Ty- yep. Tyler Perry would be involved in somehow because you know she loved Tyler Perry. 
she gave him some shows on that on yeah, network. You, you go you'd probably be like, you know, you go to the fourth quarter and they had that video montage when it's time to rally with all the players instead, it'll just be Medea. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Clippers Nation. I don't hear you. Hello. Everybody. Oh, oh. <laughs> we're going to do this. Uh, you, you're going to be getting smoothies. Don't make me get to capping. And then just, oh, Lord. <laughs> just everybody, everybody's like Clippers, man, all day. I'm, I'm, I'm for it. I, I would watch it. that. I hope they get it. Um, all right. Speaking of rich black people, mm-hmm. Beyonce and Jay Z are getting sued. Uh oh. To the tune of two point four billion dollars. Okay. Oh, that sounds reasonable. Mm-hmm. By a California inmate. More reasonable. Okay. His claim is that the music icons colluded with law enforcement to steal his lyrics that he's been writing from behind bars. What? Okay. <laughs> Has he been attaching them to like the legs of pigeons and like throwing <laughs> the pigeons out the window and being like, hope someone finds this. I want to know. Beyonce's walking around. What is he doing? Like this one just says watermelon. How is he? <laughs> I want to know. Like one, how the fuck is he keeping his 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 uh like rap terminology updated in prison and current? You know, because he's like, does he know what a Maybach is? You know what I mean? Like does that Probably dude? Not. Yeah. Like does he know all the clubs in Paris? Like does he even know that that's that that's a? I'm free and I don't even know that. Uh, his, his name is Richard. Maybe, maybe it's. Go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I was gonna say maybe it's like a Stranger in the Fiction like thing, you know, like that Will Ferrell movie where that she's like, she's like, oh, and then he brushed his teeth sixty-seven times, but it just as actually just Beyonce lyrics because I mean <laughs> that Beyonce album's oddly descriptive. Mm. And there's like she's writing, you know, she's writing all sorts of dicks or one dick, but like all sorts of different ways, mm. and you know, it's just it's very descriptive. I mean, it could be maybe that he could, it. you know, he's got a case. Uh, according to this, um, Dupree claims Jay-Z and Beyonce have been working with law enforcement for the past three to four years, including the CIA, FBI, and Homeland Security, to spy on him via satellite in order to steal his lyrics. He alleges... That's a lot of work to get into jail. It's not over, Ken. He alleges Chris Brown, Rihanna, and Kanye West conspired with them to commit the crimes. Ooh. According to the lawsuit, that Illuminati, the whole crew, <laughs> Dupree believes Jay, Jay and the rest extracted roughly 3000 songs from him via satellites in the process, robbed him of hundreds of millions, even billions in the satellite organization. Whatever that means. Uh, Dupree wants the problem, is ah! that, the problem is they don't let you have uh, tinfoil in prison. So obviously <laughs> that's what. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's about to get paid, man. I think he's going to win this. Uh, but uh yeah, uh Dupree wants two point four billion and he demands also, of course, immediate freedom from prison. What did he go to jail Obviously. for? They never say. Uh what did he go to jail? <laughs> I don't know. It didn't I mean, say we give we give artists like reduced sentences all the time, so why not this guy? I mean yeah, he did, he's a song he's a songbird of an, a generation. We should at least give him his freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh here's a couple sex stor- uh studies that you guys might not have heard about. Okay. A study examined mm-hmm. a study examined 545 women in Kenya, mm-hmm. of whom just 34 cheated on their husbands. Okay. Those who did cheat told researchers that they disliked pain and comfort, 
researchers the research was published in the scientific journal pls01 the finding was size does matter and women are more likely to cheat on men with larger penises new study claims <laughs> so if you got a big dick she might be cheating on you man uh from uh from the frescoes of ancient greece to the 21st century spam emails it seems penis size has been an issue since the dawn of man but a new study has questioned the assumption that the size is king by finding a group of women who are more likely to cheat on men with larger penises researchers questioned 554 fishermen's wives in kenya of which just 34 admitted they had affair affairs the third the male fishermen who had been cheated on were better endowed than those than those whose wives did not have affairs i mean now correlation is a causation maybe it's just people without a, a big penis feel like a need to like make up for the lack of penis size so then they're nicer to their women and then they women don't cheat that could be it that could possibly be it um it says here the better uh the better endowed husbands had fully erect penises of around six inches, while those whose wives were faithful had erect penises of around five inches. That's the difference between cheating and not cheating an inch? Damn! Hey, baby. Yes. They Skype. They having problems with their Skype. Oh, okay. Let me call them right back. Okay. My bad. Uh, not an issue. Um, you guys know how we do here. Uh, and now it doesn't want to end the call. All right. So thank you, Skype. Just oh, wait. Do I need to close this first? Hold on. I have to. Now try it. No. All right. Let's quit Skype. Skype has been a bitch tonight. I'll call right back. So penis size matters? Uh, Five to six inches. Like, I've... I've I was certain it was going to be like men with 20 inch penises, you know, or something. Oh, no, like, you want your ovaries. But it was really just one inch. Like maybe women's eyes are bigger than their stomachs or vaginas. Um, all right, give me a second. I got to make sure, maybe look in Taskmaster to see if, uh, what's going on with the Skype. Yeah, and I, and I want to know, I, I, I think they actually need a bigger pool. Don't mean no harm. Like if they really, want to do this correctly because mm-hmm. that's not really a large pool of people 545 people is a lot to me i mean now i don't know you know about the accuracy of the findings but i'm just like i just i think that's a lot of people though to test just to be like why are you cheating on your man you know the other thing anytime they have a survey about cheating and shit i always wonder if it's um they were the only ones that admitted to right i always wonder if it's just like well these people actually didn't mind admitting that they were cheating and other people were like so you're probably not getting it yeah i'm not cheating study. yeah um let me let me let them know yeah and tell them in the chat can you tell them through the chat that uh i'm working on it um it's just acting stupid right now um all right Let's see if i can end the process for this and and this one and come on skype but uh let me play some music or something for a nice little uh interlude here
25 bucks, mama raise your hair. Sit on the porch here, do it on the stairs. Grew your hair out and you wanna get it twisted. Fed us many nights, nigga, that's how we was living. 25 bucks, mama raise your hair. Sit on the porch here, do it on the stairs. Grew your hair out and you wanna get it twisted. Fed us many nights, nigga, that's how we was living. Trapping a trap in a double life again. Wanna see me dead or locked in a prison? In the system with the vision, only thing I add up, 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 cause a nigga trying to get a couple bucks. Now I'm trapped in a trap in a double life again. Wanna see me dead or locked in a prison? In the system with the vision, only thing add up, 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 nigga trying to get a couple bucks. 25 bucks, mama, raise your hand. Sit on the porch here, do it on the stairs. Pull your hair out and you wanna get it twisted. Fed us many nights, nigga, that's how we was living. 25 bucks, mama, raise your hand. Sit on the porch here, do it on the stairs. Pull your hair out and you wanna get it twisted. Fed us many nights, nigga, that's how we was living. Twenty-five bucks, they got them college prices, don't they? Say what? Twenty-five bucks to braid your hair, they got them college prices, don't they? <laughs> uh, yeah. So for everybody out there watching live, you just dealt with twenty minutes of technical difficulties. For those on the podcast, you probably didn't even know anything happened. You heard some nice Danny Brown, and then we came right back. Um, but yes, yeah, uh, we were talking about before we really interrupted by Skype. Uh, we were talking <laughs> about women are more likely to cheat on men with larger penises. Um, and the difference was men with penises of around six inches had unfaithful wives while men of penises around five inches had the odds of, uh, that woman cheating on them much lower. Only an inch? Only an inch. Woman's vagina, hmm. very sensitive. It's a big mystery to man. Uh, the report's author wrote, surprisingly, spouse's longer, fully erect penis was associated with increased likelihood of the women having extramarital partnerships. From those results, each one, each, every one inch longer penis increased the likelihood of women being involved with extramarital partnership by almost one and a half times. Damn. Similarly, our qualitative data also supports this finding women associate large penises with pain and discomfort during sex which precludes the enjoyment and sexual satisfaction that women are supposed to feel researchers follow up the figures by conducting interviews with women one said it hurts so much i would have to look for another man uh i can i add something really quickly sure what do you have to add to this? Uh, so uh, when Nicole's Nicole and I on our first date, we went to uh, like a really like a pizza place. It was like real nice. We we came home. We we're gonna watch a movie. Where are you going with this? And uh, just as a, we did not have sex on the no, first no, no, date. No, 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 that's not what happened. <laughs> but uh, I thought it would be funny as a social experiment because Nicole and I hadn't known each other for long enough at this point. I uh, I bought a book off Amazon called How to Live Your Life with a Large Penis. <laughs> it, it, it says it. 
in giant letters on the front of the book. So I just put it on the coffee table where I knew she would see it. <laughs> Nicola, did you see it? What? We didn't hear that. Repeat it again. Nicola, did you see it? Did you see it? Yeah. I saw the book. I didn't see it. She didn't really yeah. react to it because she's ah. just like so like above it. She's just like, oh, right, okay, okay. Well, let's and watch he, this movie. he lived with another guy, and so I just figured it was his roommates. But uh-huh. whatever. We were we were we were watching a Jack Black movie on our first date, so, so I'm not she was easily down. offended. Oh well, that's a very smart plan. Um, that I feel like a lot of. <laughs> That's probably how that book sold so many copies. It's just guys going. Yeah, it's still know. on Amazon, guys. Or if you want to buy it for me, I'll sell it to you. I don't need it anymore. Right. <laughs> um, so the I already jo- learned how to live with one. So <laughs> <laughs> the joint study was published by the journal PLS PLS One, and uh, by scientists from the Center of Microbiology Research in Kinsumu, Kenya, Kenyatta University in the capital of Nairobi. And the University of California and University of Alabama. And and to an extent, because uh, every woman is made differently when it when it comes to her vagina. So I think for some women, that inch might make a difference. And nobody wants to have painful sex. Yeah. Like, I know to a dude, it don't matter what. Don't, you know, as long as you can stick it in there. But to a woman, it makes a big difference in size. Apparently so, man. They, uh, the, they were told to measure themselves with a 15-inch ruler. So... These were their own measurements that came up with this, so maybe there's some scientific variation in this, and uh, you know they'll have to conduct more of these studies to really know for sure. But I wonder what they see. Doggo, you should have gave them that book. They wouldn't have had to go through this. Here's well, uh, see, hold on, hold on. Well, if they're okay, so if all if it's all like honor system, honor code, then the larger. Like the penis size, like then maybe the like their predilection towards lying is mm-hmm. bigger. So if they're constant liars, then maybe that's what drives women to cheat because they have these characteristics. So maybe it's not the large penis. Right. Maybe it's actually a really small penis. Yeah, but they're right. like, oh yeah, swinging this I'm nine inch. Nine inches. Just, well, they were yeah, they were saying like three soft. Well, they were saying <laughs> they were saying six because they didn't want to tell a lie that was too unbelievable. So it's like, oh, oh okay. like, so what are you putting down? And he's like, I'm putting five, man. That's the right answer. It's like, yeah, well, mine is uh, uh, six, you know. But, hey, everyone can't get it like I do, you know. So six-inch penis. <laughs> Let me put that down. Um, another sex poll, no pun intended. Um, did you guys hey. know uh, it's not exactly the most romantic statistic, almost half of all men, finish sex within two minutes. Okay. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, it beats one. Sounds, I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, that's like a marathon for me. I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I feel... Now, see, me personally, I feel bad the opposite way. Because now I'm like, I could have been getting by my whole life on just two minutes. <laughs> the fuck was this shit? Karen wasn't even gonna say nothing. Mm-mm. I'm just sitting up here thinking that this is normal. Son of yeah. a bitch. Mm-mm. Uh, in the excerpt. The system's holding us down. Right. Now I'm a, I'm an overachiever, but I, I, I could have got my time down to two minutes. I've been doing this sex thing wrong my entire <laughs> life. Should've been looking at it like the yeah. fucking Olympics. Um. That, that's no. Should've been trying to get my time down. No. In an excerpt. I know. 
in an excerpt published on Nerve, <laughs> Fish notes that his pages are typically fixed on what the normal frequency of sex should be, but that quality and therefore duration should be of equal concern. He tries out statistics, previous sex studies to that end, that the length of the average sex act is between 7.3 minutes, but an astonishing 43% of such acts are completed within two minutes. So that means these motherfuckers are fucking up my average time anyway. I'm yes. helping y'all. Yes, they are. Son yes, of a bitch. And, 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 for, and for a lot of dudes, you probably pound it like a fucking rabbit. So I just want to think things as how enjoyable is it to her if you're just going for the goal. Two minutes. I dream about two minutes. <laughs> I mean, fucking, I can't if I wanted to. Like, oh, let's hurry up and just do two minutes of sex and then I can go to work. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't nobody be happy after yeah. that session. I can't speak for nobody well, else, but I, women sure like sex too. I'm, I'm sure I would be if I was able to do it. But it's like you. <laughs> the quickie, that's a whole other story. Right. But that's, I mean, but that's very, you know. I'm just saying, that's fucked up, man. Why didn't any man tell me this? Uh, this is why we need no to fun. talk about sex more often, people. If I would have known this, you know, I could have been, I could have had sex like 20 times a day. So you, what you gonna do? <laughs> foot, foot doing commercial breaks? Like, I mean, it seems like that's what everybody else is doing. If that's what all the cool mm-hmm. kids are doing, no. then what's the point of trying to overachieve? I don't give a damn about them cool kids. <sighs> This feels they, a lot could, like, they could be cool by themselves, but they two minute sex. This isn't exactly breaking news. Alfred Kinsey determined two decades ago that the more, majority of men ejaculate in two minutes or less. Ooh. Is that true? Is, what? I, I believe that. Yeah, I believe that. I, I really do. I, 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 I believe it too. Oh, yeah, totally. I, be, I believe it too. What is the yeah, correlation? Totally over here, just under two minutes. What is the correlation between these guys getting cheated on? Like, fuck penis size, uh, fuck length. How long is that shit? Cause I feel like if, if I was getting under two minutes of sex, I'll probably be like, yes, I need to compile a, additional sex minutes for yeah, me. Yeah, but, but the thing, the thing is that, uh, I guess it's my opinion. Society has been taught that men enjoy sex and women are just there just to take up space. So it's one of the things where as long as he busts his nut, everything's good. And a lot of, a lot of men are, especially if they don't care about the woman, they are very selfish. And they're like, fuck you, bitch. I came. You better come too. If you don't do it within this period of time, you just won't get off. So men out here treating sex like those fucking burners mm-hmm. on the f- minutes on the phone. It's like being a human fleshlight. Oh, yeah. It's a human fleshlight, yeah. Like being a human fleshlight. We've achieved yeah, the dream, fellas. I'm going for the goal. You, you, you better Been work. There. Done you, that. I mean, I'm yeah. assuming that some women are like, you know, probably prefer it this way i'm assuming like after a while when the loves go out of a relationship it's just like get at least it's only two minutes of sex you know like just get it over with i can finish watching maury and you can go back to sleep or whatever the fuck but i don't know man this is just seems like a terrible life to live yeah also i don't know how i would ever like win a this argument if i only had two minutes of sex in me i feel like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that disqualifies you from having like a say in a lot of shit. It's like, but I am the man. I wear the pants around here. It's like for two minutes. What? Why are you bringing up old shit? <laughs> um, interesting enough, uh, sex therapists recently defined intercourse as lasting fewer than two minutes as a premature ejaculation. Yeah. Uh, so, oh. <coughs> well, you guys at least need to get Not over. A lot. You gotta get over two minutes now. Guys, uh, unless you <laughs> people gonna count that as uh, I would count that as premature ejaculation if I came in two minutes. 
like i would apologize like i would feel bad ah. I'm like i'm so sorry yeah. i don't know what happened you were actually too good actually have a stack of like uh i'm sorry cards like <laughs> just ready just like uh here you go um you sign <laughs> you sign you personalize them and sign them beforehand and yeah, sorry for your loss. <laughs> they come from <laughs> sorry, I wasted your night, man. At, at, at some point, you just start putting a humorous spin on it, you know, like, "Hey, it was just yeah. two minutes," you know. Uh, <laughs> but yes, yeah, I mean, it's I don't know, man. Uh, the New Republic points out that men, not women, are probably more likely uh, to be most bothered by the figure. In 2004, a study found that men reported a significantly longer ideal duration of intercourse than did women. Both sexes had similar ideas about the ideal foreplay length. So uh, I guess women actually don't want sex to be that as long as men claim they want it to be. Um, so what's it got to do other than get over it? A Swedish study offers one interesting course of action. Researchers have men who couldn't make it more than one minute, 12 weeks, do 12 weeks of pelvic floor exercises. The average Ooh. ejaculation time rose nearly fivefold from 31.7 seconds to 146 seconds. That, what? 31 seconds was the time at the beginning? That's like, yeah, so that's like putting the dick in. This is like, oh! <laughs> in right. Yeah, that's. You go for the gold. I mean, I, I gotta check Instagram. I gotta check Twitter. Let's just get in and out, and I can just. <laughs> Go back to my life on the internet. I mean, oh my honestly, God. they must the not. Monster, right? Like these people must not even talk during sex because, like, there's nothing to say. By the time you're just like, I wanted you all morning, and everything you was wearing. Oh, good night. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, oh. I, I would not be appeased or happy with that at all. Oh my God, this is disgusting. Um. All right. Uh, speaking of more disgusting I, shit, I need to I need to learn some. I need. Oh, never mind. Sorry. I was gonna. I was gonna say I need to learn some pelvic thrust moves from Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> 30, I don't think you do. It comes in a little blue bag, like IKEA bag. Thirty-one. <laughs> I feel like thirty-one seconds is only long enough to make a woman mad. I mean, yeah, I'd rather you not do it to me. I, I, I go. She back. had to take all her fucking clothes off. Right. It's cold. Go, go. Yeah. You stuck your dick at her, and then you got out. Right. No. Yeah, and it's and no. especially if if uh, we're using the cold KY jelly versus the warming KY jelly, then I'm extra mad. Shit. And then, why like, do they even make that stuff? Yeah, they're not even. Oh, why using, do they even make it cold? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the deal no, is with that the cold. The, the, but, the warm but you know what? Greatest. It's not even. You only got time for jelly. Who needs jelly? You're gonna be thirty seconds. You don't need anything. <laughs> you don't need anything, literally. Just stick it's it on. It's so fast because it slips out. That's why it's only 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. If if that's the case, I would I would just rather grab some double D's and go about my business because it'll last longer than you, sir. 30 seconds. <laughs> I really wish I had known I could condition a woman to take to accept this. Mm-mm. That would have been <laughs> the dream. <laughs> like, oh, right. Oh, you know what? It's uh halftime. I think I'll get thirty seconds of sex in, and then take a, a nineteen minute nap <laughs> until the game comes back. That's some terrible ass sex. God damn it. Um. Anyway, uh, speaking of terrible shit, uh, Columbus Short, who's an actor on one of my favorite shows, Scandal, mm-hmm. plays Harrison. Oh, yeah. He's in trouble. He's got he got killed on the show. Like they left it up in the air, where they just kind of cut away before you see if he gets shot or not. But um they purposely left it up in the air because he had a 
uh some issues legally hanging over his head and it turns out that he uh beat his wife there's a restraining order that he violated um recently and destroyed like her house and broke in yes. uh he put a he put a knife to his wife's throat and threatened to kill her um the restraining order bars short from entering their home but he's fighting it insisting that he has a right to come and go as he pleases because his name is on the lease um nope. yep um you know domestic violence is one of those things i feel like people don't really uh, understand how prevalent it is one out of every four women experiences it in their lifetime mm-hmm. uh t- over two million injuries occur per year in america uh through domestic for domestic violence Thir- 1300 women get um killed it ends in death a lot of times um uh so you know people don't really take it seriously Mm-mm. um yeah, i don't know if y'all know this i work for the national domestic violence hotline oh i did not know that so that's what i do 40 hours a week yeah yeah and i think a lot of people are desensitized to it just because it's not the kind of thing people openly talk about because there's a lot of judgments that are thrown on people mm-hmm. for being abused yes yeah, always um, the victim's fault case yeah. in fucking Throwing on the wrong people Right, exactly. Blaming the wrong people. So, case in fucking point, um, D.L. Hewley um, has a radio show, apparently. I did not know about this. I didn't know he had a radio show either. Um, yeah, I didn't know about this until um, today. I just thought he had gone away, and uh, everyone had decided that um, he was no longer good. And I was like, oh, cool, we all agree on something. Uh, but it turns out that is not <laughs> the, what the case. Um, he has a radio show, and... Um, oh, I see. They might have taken it down, but they have a, a clip where um, he was finding somewhere else. Yeah, well, he was talking about um, this domestic violence case between Columbus Short and um, his wife. Okay. So let me see if I can look it back up. Um, Columbus Short. Let's see. Wasn't he on Fox News all the time for a while? He used mm. to be on a lot of um, stuff. Honestly, like. Uh, he was on, uh, politically incorrect. Like, he fashions himself, like, kind of a polemic, uh, kind of a political commentator. Right. Um, even though I, you know, don't, I'm, like, and it's gonna sound like I'm saying this shit in hindsight, but I'm 100% sure, um, I'm, I, I have never really found him that funny. No. Oh, um, no, never. So I, you know, I've always kind of been like, you know, this, this dude's just not a very funny guy. So, um, I, I, you know, I, I, th- I thought his crowd work was straight. And I think as a comedian, you know, obviously he put in the work, put in the time, but he's never, you know, I've never wanted to watch a DL Healy special when I've seen him. I've always been like, mm-hmm. nope, this is ter- terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he's already apologized for his remarks. Um, but I always say, man, I don't ask for a lot of apologies because I'm not going to forgive you anyway. So like, <laughs> like you can, don't even waste your time. Um, but I'm trying to find the actual clip. Maybe I can find it under videos. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. I, th- I think, it, yeah, I think it was a video, like, video. Oh, of, wow. Well, I don't, it wasn't like a clip, but Did it was, they yeah. They just erased the shit off the internet? They, they clearly have, um, they clearly have taken it down. Yeah. They probably sued people to have it taken down. Like, cause you know, that's what you do, man. You fuck up. And then it's like, how are we going to clean this shit up? You know, um, don't want to, you know, don't want to just come out and admit I'm wrong and walk away. I got to make everybody take it down. Yep. Yep. The shit was oh, shit. taken Is it down on already. YouTube? Um, 
It was on some sort of flash player. I I, I listened to it earlier today. Yeah, yeah, I listened to it. I and that there's the the actual like shit he said. Some of that is still up. Um, so I'll see if I can find that. But yeah, wow, I'm, that was like a scrub that shit off the internet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, they already took it. But you said it though. They got yeah. Olivia Pope on it. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear of it? She was she was fixing the case. Oh man, mm-hmm. this is terrible. I hate that they took this shit down, oh, man. Cause I was say try is try YouTube or try YouTube. Yeah. All right, give me one second to go to YouTube, guys. This has been a weird show today. This is what homeboy. This is what homeboy Sandman was talking about about how <laughs> black people are cowards. Right. <laughs> yeah, taking down <laughs> taking down their uh uh taking down their their rants. Um, Columbus short. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Let's see if anything is on there. Um. Now there's a bunch of people talking about it. You know what I mean? But, oh, but not his his direct yeah. comment. I hate those people that do that too. Like post a video. DL Hughley on Columbus Shorts wife. And, and you and he, he like, but that's not, that's not him. That's your ass yeah. making commentary. I over am him. sick of this commentary. First of all, I don't agree with him. I'm like, hey man, um, nobody clicked this to hear this. We just want to hear what was right. said, but um, all right. Let wow, me see if I can. How, how did they scrub it? I mean, like, what? I'm, I'm. This probably was something legal. Like they probably sent people cease and desist letters for publishing something that was public and that they put out there to spread the word for their own show. And I'm sure they went out there and were like, "Take this shit down," you know. Um, right. So, wow, but it's his radio station. Also, you probably can't. so what they do erase the whole damn show. Uh. I don't know, man. I think somebody took it and cut the clip. I think that's what happened. And they were like, uh uh-uh. right. Like, we are the ones that reserve the right to cut clips. Because it's, it's satellite radio, so you got to pay for it. So, yeah, you probably can't distribute that shit. But it's one of those unspoken things where people do it all the time. And then he says something embarrassing. He tries to delete it. But uh, here are the comments, the quotes they have anyway. Um, a few of his most ignorant statements are listed below. The star of one of the hottest dramas in the country chokes the fuck out of his wife. That doesn't even happen. I don't think it happened, first off. Like the time Warren Sapp was getting ready to go to, the su- to do the Super Bowl and some bride said that he raped her. There are just as many examples of women lying on men in the middle of divorce proceedings to get what they want as there are men who are act- who actually do anything. My point is, if he did what she's alleging he did, she could still get all that she's going to have and not bring, up- bring it up now when it damages his market value and she's going to be impacted by it. If he loses that job, nobody's living in Calabasas anymore. It's not kind of personal. Right. It sounds like he beats his wife. You know what I mean? Like, this is the yeah, mentality like, of someone who abuses like, somebody is this idea of like, defending it. bitch, how dare you try to make me stop beating you? Are you crazy? Like, what's wrong? <sighs> yeah, it's pretty disgusting. Like, I don't. I don't even know what else to add. It's just like I mean, who drive? Like, what drives someone to just be like, you should have stayed for the money, right? You yeah. you know. Well, I mean, economic abuse is the most common form. So. Yeah. Sorry to get all no, no you know, problem. Statistical, and, but like, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and and I mean, what he's talking about that is economic abuse. It's like, oh, well, you should have stayed for the money. You should have stayed so you can keep your lifestyle. You should have stayed so that you know you don't have to be like judged or shamed. For him to even use the word alleged is right. offensive. And then, like, and then the other thing is. Okay, he goes, well, allegedly, I don't believe it happened. But if it did happen, and then still goes on to say, like, fucked up shit. So it's like, uh, either way it's fucked up. Two, so much of these, so many of these cases eventually end in someone dying. Mm-hmm. 
um not to mention your kids seeing this shit how the fuck can you shame anybody for wanting to get out of that situation like nobody wants their kids to have to grow up around that kind of situation and learn that that's what a relationship looks like at a very young impressionable age um not to mention um how the fuck who cares if you're living in calabasas if you're fucking dead or injured or you know whatever you know it can't just always be about money yeah and it's right Right. well and and if she and if she was if she weren't leaving he would be saying well like she you know she's staying for the money like why is she staying like she should have left she's stupid yeah so i mean you know people are always gonna have something to say i was talking to someone on my facebook page and i posted this and i was like i'm disgusted by it one because um just his views and two because i fucking hate the radio and this is why shit like this mm-hmm. um but um you know i was talking uh randolph from uh three guys on was kind of like you know uh it's it's good radio um you know uh because it's compelling and people will listen to it and i was like i guess we define good differently good yes, radio to me is you do research you're nuanced you're considering facts and points of view it's not just how can i take a really hard edgy stance for five minutes until we go to commercial because anyone can do that in my opinion and it doesn't take very much talent um so his co-host was actually offering facts as he was saying some of this stuff um and obviously they're not quoting her because this article's about him but she was saying stuff like well because he was like why are you gonna leak something like this and hurt him at the tabloids she's like well the wife didn't go to the tabloids she filed a police report and a restraining order and yes. that got picked up by the tabloids yes like so she you know it's not like she called tmz and said he put a knife to my throat she's doing legally what she needs to do for her own safety and her children's safety and instead it's oh bitch how you gonna put him out here like this oh and and my thing is this if i'm getting abused i don't give a fuck about your financial situation at the time i don't care about your career all you know what i'm saying it's, it's, it's like it's like you taking all the focus off of the person right. being abused and you going well what about this? who gives a fuck about the person beating you're blaming the victim man and like what don't beat people if you don't no. want hey if you don't want your contract to be in jeopardy you always have the option to leave the fucking house and don't put your hands on anybody could have got divorced anything he, he has no money. responsibility in this um two he says i guarantee you three years from now she's going to be thinking damn i should have shut the fuck up women always running out their mouth when they shouldn't wow number three wow. number three this bitch was thirsty this that bitch was thirsty what she was she gonna do go back to dancing she gonna fuck her money up and he was like really liberal with broad bitch um and i always and word wonder about shit like that because it's like you know you're talking that way but um let's say um he and his wife work it out somehow so now you the dude that called my wife bitch and broad 75 times thinking you had my back on the radio show Mm -hmm. you don't know us Mm -mm. You know what I mean? Like maybe and I'm the one who get back together all the time. Right. Maybe he's gonna go get counseling and get help and find you know, resolve his anger issues and maybe on some off chance they work this shit out and now you're the dude that goes around calling his wife bitch and broad in the name of a fucking radio show. And by the way, I listened to it, it wasn't ironic, it wasn't comedy, it wasn't sarcasm, it was just straight up uh misogyny and stupidity, ignorance. Uh number four when you're very young, you're very volatile. I've been in situations where the police were called. I don't believe that every time someone says something in the heat of anger, they actually mean it. Everybody want a thug dude, uh, a passionate dude, until you got to live with your mother in an undisclosed location. You know what kind of dudes you pick to stop it. 
Um, and so I was, you know, when I was talking to Randolph, I was like, you know, you have a daughter. Like, if you got this call from her, like, are you going to give her the advice that don't fuck the money up? Or are you going to be like, get out of that situation? What do I need to do to help you? Because I feel like a lot of times they, people have this, uh, this, this, this idea in their head that it can't happen to anyone they know or it can't or or that it's a flaw in a victim if abuse happens to them. Um, but and he was like, well, I raised my daughter well and I don't expect it to happen. She could be able to pick those dudes out. And it's like or not because not all like not in the patterns of abuse. Motherfuckers don't just start off like on date one, like, hey, let's have pizza, go home, watch Netflix, look on my coffee table, it's a book about a big dick, oh, and I'm going to punch you in your eye. That's not how it fucking goes. Like, a lot of times they tear down your, they wear your defenses down by being nice and shit, and even when they do have an outburst, they'll do some shit to like, overly compensate to the point where a lot of women and or people that are being abused not even just women go oh no they just made a mistake and they really care about me and it worked out and it can end up being a cycle the and lastly before before i let you talk here the last thing was it like he was he kind of brought this point where he's like well you know, if she's been getting hit, you know, this shit don't just happen out of nowhere. This ain't the first time. It's like, so because you didn't have a time machine and leaving the first time you got hit, you can never leave? Like, is that the rule? Because that's an incredible double standard that no one could possibly ever get out. Well, you can't leave now. You've been getting hit for a year. Like, you can always fucking leave because it's never too late as long as you're fucking alive to get out of that situation. And it, like, everyone that tries to get out should be applauded, man, because it's a very dangerous thing. And it's only step one. Sometimes these motherfuckers still violate, uh, these fucking, uh, rules, uh, of, of restrictions to, like, see you and still come kill people, kill kids. Like, you see this shit on the news all the time. I don't see how anyone can take this lightly. Uh, Karen, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say this. I think that, and it's funny when, especially men who have, uh, daughters can come out of their mouth and say this thing because I, I, from what I understand, he has two daughters, and it's funny when they say this because I've got family members and talked to family members who have been beaten, abused, and all this stuff. And when you sit down and talk to them, a lot of them will say say the things that Roger was saying. It didn't happen overnight. It happened over the course of years. I just looked up one day. And the next thing I know, I was getting punched in the face, but it didn't start off at that point. And the way society always blames the victim, it is very, very hard and very, very humiliating to leave. And in a lot of the situations, there are women that abuse men, but most of the time it's men that abuse the women. And a lot of times the men are never called out for their actions. They are never told not to do this. It's always Oh, you as a woman, you left so you couldn't keep your family together. You couldn't hold your family together. Why? You know why you didn't stay with him and all that foolishness. And to me, I think a lot of men treat this like like they treat rape. I don't rape. So rape doesn't exist. No, 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 baby. You don't rape. But it don't mean people don't rape. You know, just because it's not something that you would do, it does not mean it does not affect women around you. And if and if people in general would take something like this seriously and not act like because they don't do it, it doesn't exist. More women will be willing to speak out. And it's just one of those things where uh, people are with women right now. Your mama, your sister, your cousin, your niece and your or your aunt who may have been in abusive relationships in the past or are currently in one. 
and will never share and never tell people because people are so goddamn judgmental about it that and they make women feel or they're just the victim period feels bad about speaking out about it when they need to leave the situation yeah you've like i'm sure people reading my facebook page are going to see some of the stuff that was said and be like well that's why i don't tell anybody because yep i don't want to be ridiculed or seen as as like the reason that i'm getting beat is because it's my fault i'm not strong enough or i'm not uh whatever enough. i didn't leave the first time so now i can't leave or you know i'm I, i'm fucking up the money or i'm all kinds of thirsty bitches and and broads uh you know so this dude can go on the air and say this shit when you know good and damn well you know and actually man i was gonna say you know good and damn well if his daughter called him and said someone put their hands on me I was going to say that he might, you know, he would totally be like, no, fuck that. I'm about to go down there and fuck that guy up. But who knows what he would do? He might actually be okay with it. He might be like, well, don't fuck your money up because that's what's really important. Um, <clears throat> He apologized, by the way. Uh, of la- course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he says, last week uh, in, during an after show segment on my radio show, the D.L. Hewley show, I unintentionally offended people. In regards to Columbus Short's legal issues, I jumped to a conclusion and blamed Tanny McCall Short, and I'm sorry, my intent was not to quiet victims. When I did speak on the topic on the air, I realized, I repeatedly emphasized then, as I do now, that anyone who is convicted of domestic violence should be persecuted to the full extent of the law, and that's what I believe. Mm. As today is always, the phone lines will be open, and he uses and, it to kind of like you know and, pitch and, that you should call his show and and, and talk about and it. And my thing too, baby, this is back to some of the things you said before. It is really funny how people like him and Steve Harvey and some of these other people can make these very um at sometimes misogynistic and very demeaning and degrading comments towards women when motherfucking women are the listeners. You like most radio listeners especially right. for them are women and better than that they are black women like right. you, your population yeah. are these women so if you piss them off and you tick them off all yeah, of who a the sudden fuck, who the fuck do you think is listening to your shit ain't a lot of most men are not <laughs> hey black women that get abused and killed at a much higher rate um shut the fuck up but anyway tune into the show tonight like what of course, of course he had to apologize. And he only apologized because he's going to fuck this money up. He already said he cares about his money over everything else anyway, man. Like, dude, right. is, dude is just pathetic, man. He's not funny. And, it's, you know, and and sadly, man, to me, this is why I don't listen to a lot of radios, why I don't really fuck with black radio. I listen to podcasts. People do podcasts are much more realistic, nuanced. Yes. They go out, they do research, they care. They don't have a producer in their ear going, Hey, I need a hot take from you, Dago. Can you, Dago, can you just, uh, <laughs> defend, can you just defend domestic violence for five minutes? We need to hurt, go to a hard out and then we're going to play the latest Chris Brown song. And when we come back, <laughs> we're going to do some, uh, we're going to do a prayer. And then when we come back after that, we're going to do, it's like, Nobody, who wants to hear this manufactured bullshit? I want to hear real conversations from real people with real opinions that like care about what they're saying and they're not just trying to like get the next caller to call in because that's fake and it's phony and it's bullshit. And it ends up with segments like this where a guy literally does no research. His co-host tries to present facts to him and he's like, fuck that. I want to talk about why it's okay to beat these women. <sighs> All right. <clears throat> anyway. Let's play some games. Let's get into these games, guys. That's what everybody's really here for. Our own brand of, of racism and negativity. Um, 
uh it's time for uh we, we have several games but the first game of course is uh fucking with black people so let's get that one started it's a mess. oh wait that da- dago you saying something I was gonna say, is it messed up if I say this is my favorite game? Uh, nah, no, no, it's, mm. it's fine. That's why we play it. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time for fucking with black people. Number one game going across all the nation. We play or read different articles from all over the globe, and we assign points from zero to one hundred in intervals of twenty-five for fucking with black people. Today's contestant, D.L. Hewley, a hundred. All right. Yes, he got a hundred. <laughs> that was easy. Next articles play our other game. Uh, it's called Guess the Race. That is time for some Guess the Race. That's right, it's guess the race time. I said, now that it's time for some guess the race. That's right, it's guess the race time. That's right, it's time for guess the race, the number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe. And we have our contestants today, Dago and Nicole from the Breakfast for Dinner podcast. Guess the race. The chat room plays along. The chat room is quite racist. Yes, they are. All right. Here's the first one. I seen it. <laughs> Louisville, Kentucky. A woman is charged at the police said she was working as a prostitute. According to the arrest report, Nicole Zimmerman posted an ad on Backpage.com under the name Jessica Rabbit. I like that name. After a police officer made an appointment for an hour-long massage, he arrived at the location and was led to a back room. The officer said that Zimmerman offered a sexual act in exchange for $100. Zimmerman has no massage license. (laughs) Zimmerman has been cited for possession of drug paraphernalia, possession of a controlled substance just days before. During that arrest, she told officers her name was Hannah King. Zimmerman is charged with prostitution and giving an officer a false name. Guess the race of Nicole Zimmerman, a.k.a. Jessica Rabbit. All right. Uh, Nicole, do you want to go first or want me to go first? You go first. Uh, uh, fra- uh, framing Roger Rabbit White. Mm. <laughs> I worked really hard on this, guys. Uh, eating a whole tub of cottage cheese in one sitting, White. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wait, what is this? Hold on a second. I have no idea. You got to store it. Just stop, stop. Cranked up. Go. All right. That that went along with her <laughs> guess. That was some guess music. Um, The chat room says, white, whiter than kids cut his teeth. Joan oh, Rivers, cute. says the KC Stork. Joan Rivers is pretty white. Yes, uh, the parts is. of her that are original. Oh. Uh, the parts <laughs> of her that are plastic. I don't know what uh, color those either. came from. Pale face, says Craticus. The correct answer is... <laughs> And it looks like everyone got it. White. Yes. All right, story number two. <laughs> a Louisville man is behind bars tonight, charged with killing a young mother before driving his pregnant wife to the hospital to give birth. We <gasps> say 32-year-old Michael Hayes confessed to the murder. WLKY's Marissa Alter is live outside of Metro Corrections tonight with the disturbing details of who found the victim. Marissa. 
Crick, Javon Dawson was just 23 years old when her life ended. What's more, police say it was her oldest child who discovered her mother dead early Sunday morning just before 8. So the six-year-old daughter woke up, uh, found her mother laying in the kitchen, a uh, large pool of blood, uh, went over and got the neighbor, and the neighbor came in, got the other two children, and took them out of the apartment. That's when police got the call Javon Dawson was dead inside her West Louisville apartment. Investigators responded to the 600 block of Lindell Avenue and honed in on a suspect, Dawson's neighbor, Michael Hayes. Police say Hayes later admitted to stabbing Dawson and leaving her for dead. Dawson's three children slept through the attack. The, the motive was that he thought that she had a large quantity of narcotics and that he was, uh, he was going there and intending to rob her of that. But Hayes never found any drugs. Neither did police. They say instead, Hayes made off with a gun and personal items. We joked with that years. man every day. He taught us different languages and stuff. Like, that man, we looked at him like a friend. And for him to do it, it hurts. Dawson was one of six tight-knit siblings now trying to make sense of what happened. They say she was a certified nursing assistant who'd just given birth to her son three months ago. You know, never in a million years do you think that you're going to be burying one of your sisters. She would give you the shirt off of her back. Mm -hmm. If you needed someone, to, you know, somewhere to stay, 100. you can come stay with her. You was hungry, she'll cook you sure. a meal. So just for something to happen to a person like this, it's just a shame. Dawson's family says Hayes is from Jamaica and moved into his now wife's apartment at the complex. What's even harder for them to understand is what police say Hayes did after the murder. Drive his pregnant wife to the hospital to give birth. It was really cold blooded, and we haven't wrapped our head around it, and we haven't came really to the conclusion that she's really gone. We're just still in such a, a state of shock right now that it's just, you know, we're just taking it one day at a time because we just haven't came to terms with it yet. Now, Hayes is being held here on a $250,000 cash bond. He is charged with murder, robbery, and tampering with physical evidence. Police say Dawson is the Metro's 43rd homicide this year. Her family says if anyone would like to help out and make any donations, they can call 294-2908. All right. Pull up the chat. Guess the race, guys. Hi. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Uh, is it the perpetrator or the victim? Perpetrator. Perpetrator. Okay, multiple languages. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, he was looking for narcotics. Mm -hmm. Poss I'm thinking if you're going to stab someone, it should be like over like meth, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So I'm going to say uh, 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 stand your ground white. All right, Nicole. I really don't think I should be playing this game. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I told Doggo ahead of time. <laughs> She's too sweet. She's not racist enough. Yeah, I feel like uh, that just means her answer is really black, but she just don't want to say it. But it's fine, Nicole. We, I get it. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, let's go to the chat room and see what they believe. Um, you better call me Plebotomus Black. Ooh. What? <laughs> One who says they have seen something rather than seen something. A cricket uh, that shot for the stars but found himself on the moon. Ebonics, oh white. Ebonics is not a language, black. We ate reels with the dude. We learned languages with him, black. The correct uh, answer uh, is. Yes. And Dago, you missed it. Oh. And Nicole kind of got it. Wink, wink. <laughs> the correct answer is black. <laughs> 
And for those who got it. She's not as she she's a better at racism than she thought. The, the clue is he was from <laughs> they brought it they said at one point that he was from Jamaica. So and he had oh. just got there, so you know, not too many white Jamaicans. Um the I mean, sound how, the sound cut out on our end and so I oh. heard the end of Jamaica and I was like, I think they said Jamaica, but I don't want to be wrong. Oh man, I didn't hear Jamaica. Yeah, the sound oh. cut out on our oh. end for that. Sorry guys, I, I don't know what's up with the sound tonight, man. All right. Jamaican me racist. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, sir, I do the corny jokes on this show. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Stay in your lane over there. Uh, all right, man, let's go to the bonus round. Double the points, double the race, double the points and the race. That's right, it's the bonus round against the race. So everything's worth double the points, double the racism. Uh, right now, it is a uh, one to two kind of but one to one uh so far and the chat room wink, is wink. uh doing pretty good too all right dagger what'd you say he said wink wink i said wink, wink, wink. wink. yeah wink wink 1.5 one of the possible <laughs> you could have you could have said like urban achiever yeah. like and that's like a nice thing you know yeah they don't anyway. all you know they the chat room's racist but they don't all have to be bad stereotypes yeah, like can... person that is really good at sports no. i would be like i get it i know what you mean uh, here's one. A D- Detroit, <laughs> Michigan. A World War II hero has probably had happier birthday parties than the one planned for his upcoming 90th birthday party. That's the date Leo Sharp will actually be sentenced in the U.S. District Court in Detroit. Oh, wow. For wow. transporting more than 1,000 pounds of cocaine across the country. <gasps> at 90? Yeah, at 90 wow. years old. His lawyers say Sharp's demeanor. Yo, right. Yes. By the way, this is how I want to live my life. If I'm gonna do a crime, I'm trying to do it at ninety. Cause fuck it, what you gonna do? Lock me up for the rest of my I three days? Uh-huh. Uh His lawyer says Sharp's dementia should keep him out of prison. Oh, isn't that convenient? You got dementia. Mm. Old people are. I hate. I hate them. The old people be getting away with those. Sh- he's so savvy. Oh, now he got dementia. But dementia, but he was able to transport a thousand pounds of cocaine. No, two thousand. Uh, more oh, than a thousand. More okay. than a thousand. But there's people that like are twenty-five year old people in the prime of their lives that can't move a thousand pounds of weight, and this dude is ninety some talking about. Oh no, nah, it's my dementia. Mm-hmm. I yeah, Rick Ross is gonna write a song about him on mm-hmm. um, this next album. Like, unless he accidentally yeah. drove to his childhood home, I don't believe this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the World War II veteran and recipient of the Bronze Star, the fourth highest individual me- military medal given for valor, was stopped on the Interstate 94 by Michigan State Police in 2011. Worried about what the trooper would find, he reportedly declared, just kill me and let me leave this planet. Authorities did find more than 200 pounds of cocaine in his vehicle, but the government said it wasn't the first time. <gasps> he's acted as a drug mule it was kind of a bad decision to make it at this time of life said district judge nancy edmonds who like as opposed to what time of life would this be a good decision ain't that the truth uh she said last <laughs> yeah I, I contend that this is the best time yeah because you ain't gonna be around too much yeah. longer uh said last fall when sharp pleaded guilty to participating in a scheme to distribute more than 1400 pounds of drugs that originated in arizona Sharp, who was oh. r- reportedly talkative and contrite, 
During his court appearance last fall, he said he had never committed a crime before. His only previous brush with the law was in Mexico, he said, where he rep- he was reproached for taking motion pictures of a prostitute. <laughs> I just be out here creepily feminine the latest. That's such an old old man thing to say. What did he have? A Kodak camera? <laughs> I was taking motion pictures of a prostitute. Like he must have one of those windy cameras that you had to churn ah! and shit. Uh, it probably came with like subtitles. It was in black and white. And, yeah. Like, <laughs> People like, baby, do you want your picture? Just shake it for a few seconds. Yeah. You'll appeal. Like every five seconds, I had to stop, and then like just a panel of words was on there. Was like, oh, <laughs> boobies! I'd love to touch those. Glowing. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> he agreed to act as a mule for the drug organization because he needed money. He said last fall. Among the government's evidence against Sharp was secretly recorded conversation in which drug dealers referred to drug mule as the old man. He is reportedly one of the oldest criminal defendants to ever appear in Detroit's federal court. Um, in papers filed in federal court Tuesday, Daryl Goldberg, Sharp's attorney, urged leniency as that putting his client in prison would be expensive undertaking because of his age and medical condition. Sentencing guidelines, which aren't mandatory, call for a minimum of 14 years in prison. But prosecutors are recommending a five-year prison sentence, a significant break because of his age and war service record. He's still going to die in that prison, though. Come on. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) Part of the deal is that he'll pay a $500,000 fine but retain his home in Indiana. If you had $500,000 to pay this fine, you didn't need to be selling these drugs. Mm -mm. (laughs) I needed the money. Oh, how much? 500, 500,000. Y'all want that in check or cash? Um, <laughs> or pennies. I got, I, any way you want it. So guys, guess the race of Mr. What is his first name? Leo Sharp. Leo Sharp. Leo Sharp. Uh, I, I want to say, uh, he's, uh, he's white because he's pushing white. Ah, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. And Arizona. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, he's porcelain. Yeah, porcelain. Right. Let's check the chat All room and right. see what they believe. Um, he earned a medal in World War II. He has to be white because Negroes weren't allowed to do anything but cook and shine boots in World War II. Oh. Yep. Or test planes. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> hey, man, we got this explosive, I mean, fast new jet. <laughs> <laughs> you want to wanna give it a spin real, real quick, buddy? Uh, we'll stand way back here, way back here. Yeah. Might not go to jail, White. Auditioning for the lead role in Expendables 4, White. Aww. Um, white man who thought he was transporting Metamucil, Epsom salt, and Goody's headache powder. Um, a 90-year-old, uh-huh. a 90-year-old veteran, a fine-aged cheddar, eight-mile Rob Ford, and low sentence retaining his house, White. Everyone yeah. guessed the same thing, and everyone's right. It was White. All right, man. Can't get out of here without talking about sore ratchetness. Police say a naked temperance man threatened his grandma with an axe and a sword. Axe and a sword? His grandma, Karen, is the operative part of the sentence you should have been repeating. (laughs) His grandma. (laughs) She makes milk and cookies and and reads your stories when you're a kid. And what do you say? I want to grow up and put a fucking axe and a sword next to her face. And all, all I gotta say is that I never want to be the the um story tied behind my in front of my name. If it just say police, it's not ending well. A 22 year old temperance man was arrested on suspicion of attempted murder charges after he allegedly threatened his grandmother with an axe and a sword. 
Monday night in their Bedford Township home. Maybe he thought she was the big bad wolf. Apparently so. Police arrived to the teeth. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, "What, Grandma? What big ears? Come closer, dear." Police arrived to the home around 10 p.m. Monday after a report that a man was threatening family members and a neighbor with a sword, axe, club, and a machete. Oh Jesus shit! Christ. The neighbor got some too. What the fuck? Ooh. You can't even carry all that on Dragon Age. Like you can't even. <laughs> no. You can't they even have all. They hold that much. Yeah. This uh, kid watched Blade way too much. Right? Yeah. I need a club, a sword, an axe. The 63-year-old. What a pouch did he have? Did he pay the extra money to get it expanded? You know how in the video game you can upgrade your, your pouch? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was on that Assassin's Creed. Yeah, it's like, your pouch can now hold 18 weapons. Uh, the 63-year-old. Gra- f- Go ahead, Dago. I was going to say, after I fuck up grandma, I'm going to finish this level on Diablo 3 right. in real life. Right. <laughs> now to go <laughs> defeat this dungeon. Uh, the six, maybe his grandma was the boss, you know? Uh, the the sixty three year old grandmother told police that her naked grandson naked. <gasps> wow, oh, man! How did he hold all this shit and he naked? What was he holding with his toes? He the t- butt cheeks, butt cheeks, definitely one is in the butt cheeks. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he had that. He had the club in the butt cheeks. Yeah, he had both hands, feet. He's like, this is my alternate weapon in case yeah, shit had, don't go right. He had one he was holding in his mouth. He was getting everybody business. She said her naked grandson swung both the axe and the sword around <gasps> and threatened to kill her and his 70-year-old grandfather, who was in another room. He then allegedly slammed both weapons into the living room floor. D.L. Hewley said, this is your fault, you greedy bitch. <laughs> ah, you, should, you shouldn't have stayed, Grandma. <laughs> D.L. Hewley said, what was that thirsty bitch's problem? Yeah, this, I don't see why yeah. this guy did anything wrong. I mean, so what? He cut your oxygen tank, bitch. You should have survived. <laughs> piece of shit when the grandmother <laughs> tried to call the police he reportedly oh. smashed the telephone he was able who she was able to call her neighbor who came over and coaxed the man into putting oh. the axe and machete down that's right telephone that's what they don't got cell phones sir he he he, heard, he cut the real landline did they nah you know it's old people so it was probably one of those rotary phones <laughs> Just like, pull that shit out the wall. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> oh, those. My one. <laughs> oh, no, it's too late. Here it comes. I think my mama still got one of those. Yeah. You would think the emergency number would be 111. I mean, come on. What? If she just laid down, wouldn't Life Alert call someone for her? <laughs> right. But like this, she was smart. They was like, don't give a penicillin. They was like, ma'am, we see you are on the ground. Your Life yeah. Alert went off. Ma'am, uh, we see an axe is by your head. Is everything okay? The suspect, <laughs> the suspect then left the home, but refer- returned a few minutes later. His grandmother called nine one one and locked herself in the bedroom for protection. <laughs> when police arrived, that's there, so awkward. He like walks in. He's like, "Uh, for- I forgot my sword. I'm yeah. sorry. I'll-, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back." Anybody see my club? Oh wait, it's in my butt cheeks. Never mind, guys. When police arrived, <laughs> oh, sorry, carry on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Isn't that embarrassing? I forgot I left it there. I swear if it was a gun, I'd shoot myself. No. When the police arrived, they arrest the man <laughs> and took him to his county, to county jail. On the way there, he reportedly pounded his head against the plexiglass screen, <gasps> causing his face to bleed. He was treated at the Mercy Memorial Hospital before was he being on put drugs? in jail. Uh, he drank a pint of alcohol, Karen, and his blood alcohol content was 0.17. The legal wow. limit is 0.08. Ooh. Um, I just want to know who got to clean up that nasty ass squad car now. Oh, right. 
butt cheeks sweating yeah. and shit in that vehicle. Oh. Uh, well, anyway, guys. Uh-oh, I said guess the race. That's not a guess the race challenge. Nah, I'm it's, sorry. It's not guess the race at all. Um, but yeah, that was another episode of the Blackout Tips, man. We had a bunch of technical difficulties, but we got through it, guys. Um, want to thank, uh, Dago and Nicole from the Breakfast for Dinner podcast, um, uh, for coming on the show, man. We really appreciate y'all doing this. Thank you. Bees up. This is our gang sign. Bees up. No, nope. it's not. Okay. Not our gang sign. Okay. Bees up for breakfast. No, okay, never mind. It's not that, working. Apparently it is, <laughs> it is not the day. That, that, was, that was not agreed on before um, time. Yeah. Um, you can follow them on Twitter at T-E-H Dago. Uh, Dago. Why is it T-E-H instead of the? Uh, cause when I was 12 years old, I thought it was a lead hacksaw and, uh, when it's, uh, you know how, like, uh, in lead speak, T-E-H is supposed to be the, mm-hmm. so it's the doggo. Okay. It's, a, it's a name that I could have, I could have changed years ago, but I never did. And I won't let him know. No, she won't let me. And everyone knows me as, like, whatever my username is, and it's the worst. Hmm. Not bad. Uh, Nicola, <laughs> Nicola Hart, so what does that mean, Nicole? Uh, it was my AIM screen name in high school. Okay. We're, we're trapped. We're trapped by our adolescence. <laughs> essentially, it's like we're victims of like yeah. our, our early stupidity. And and, and, any, and anybody under twenty one going, what's AIM? What what the hell is that? Yeah. Luckily, I didn't. That's use, uh, Luckily, I didn't use mine, which is a uh, big dick sixty nine sixty nine. No, I'll grew. I'll grew that. So we're, no we're, we're going by that study. You don't get no pussy. I would get cheated on, Karen. <laughs> not, not that I wouldn't get any. I would get cheated on for sure. And of course, uh, and then also my other handle was, uh, way longer than two minutes. So that was, <laughs> that, that was my stuff. Um, at, at, B, at BFD underscore podcast, BFD underscore podcast is their Twitter handle yes. for the show. Breakfast for dinner podcast dot com. Um, and they're on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Yes, go check them out, y'all. They're, they're one of my favorite yeah, we, uh, uh, podcasts. Thank you so much. We're uh, Yeah, our new thing is, like, if you don't commit a felony by the end of the podcast, we haven't done our job. Mm. That's our new thing. Yeah, okay. I guess. Something like that. <laughs> I'm, just I like, making, I'm just making things. You're just making so shit sorry. up. People are going to come and listen and be like, there were no felonies, there were no gang signs. <laughs> Yeah, Where was I, the machete? I want to see your, the first email you guys get. That's like, uh, so I didn't kill anybody, and um, I got beat up by the Crips because apparently B is for bloods and um, not for breakfast, and they were not, not for, amused. I was like, no, guys, breakfast for dinner, yes, breakfast for dinner. Ah! Yes, yes, but like, ah, I, I, ah! I bought maple syrup, and they were not amused. <laughs> BFD, baby. Um, uh, you can uh, check out Shadow Dog Productions. <laughs> On, on YouTube at youtube.com slash user slash shadow dog production. And, uh, don't forget to go to Adam and Eve, um, and get your discounts there too, uh, by putting in code TBGWT. You get, uh, half off of one item. You get, uh, free shipping. You get free central item I can't even tell you about. And you get free delivery. So make sure you do that too. Um, we'll be back Saturday for a feedback show. I don't know what we're going to do for Balls Eat Sports with Justin having a broken nose. Uh, we'll figure something out, though. We always do. Mm-hmm. Um, so until Saturday, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah.